I always forget to put the chat into the other window. Yeah, when you yeah. sort of get them swapped like that, because yeah, like I'll click on private chat and I'll be like, I don't, I don't. We don't yeah. talk to each other in the private chat. We're talking. I've never seen your chat. I've always caught so. your messages out of, in private chat like twenty minutes later. Yeah, <laughs> after you've given me the dirty look of like, dude, like, yeah, like, Shoot. okay. Over the, yeah. it's over on the side. Well, oh, oh hello there. Welcome to another uh, weekly podcast. Where, yeah, welcome where back. Two old guys like yell at kids to get off our tech lawn. I'm Juan Carlos Bagnell. This Always. is my buddy TK Bay, How and you guys uh, we're gonna chat about the best tech of our week. And I don't know about you, man, but I know you've been doing a whole bunch of traveling. I've been wrapping up a bunch of these like behind the scenes and client. Uh, video projects. I, I yeah, did yeah, shoot. Yeah. I was a DP on a project. Oh man, I can't just, wait to see that flip. This this whole last week just felt like recovery week, where YouTube is punishing us for taking any time off. <laughs> well, I, so for me, it was a tough one because I, I, I I'm trying to recoup from such travel, and like as yeah. you know, we, we talked about it last week, I wasn't necessarily feeling that great on Thursday night. No. And it got worse. Friday, Friday was even worse for me. And Saturday was like, oh, my God. And so um, I think it was it Greg that commented on the video that I dropped this week. Um, TK, are you OK? Because I sounded different, like a voice wasn't yeah. back to normal. And, and I wasn't really 100 percent, but I needed to, to shoot, the, you know, to get, get the video out. And again, mm-hmm. um, algorithm gods and all of that good stuff. But um yeah, it, it's going to take some time. It's going to take some time to get back into a normal groove after all that February travel and then March and MWC kind of done. And uh, now we're kind of like a little bit living more in with the devices that we have. And and you yeah. had an interesting uh, device, actually. I haven't seen, um, you know, I don't think you've done dash cams before, right? Or is that the... I haven't, I haven't done. Okay. I mean, seriously. So I've gone through quite a few uh-huh. just yeah, installing yeah. them in into our car and... Uh, this is the first time where a company really reached out to me and was like, hey, do you want to do us uh, like a collaboration? Or like, yeah, that'd, that'd be great. And it did turn out to be one of those really lovely like, oh, our family really needed that. <laughs> you know, like, we've been using this really old crappy dash cam. It wasn't crappy. It just I, I one part. I never took the time to buy all of the extra accessories to install mm. it better. Oh, yeah. So it was a 1080p dash cam. And it came with like a car charger and a USB cable, but they weren't really long enough to route. Mm-hmm. So you would like plug it into the cigarette lighter in your car, and then you could basically just kind of loop it around your steering wheel and get it up on your dashboard. Exactly. I really should have at some point gotten one of those car install kits where you can really like tuck the cabling all into your car insulation all the way around and make it look more seamless. But the the dash camera company DD Pi mm-hmm. um, reached out and said, "Hey, do you want to do this?" And when you got their kit, their kit had everything. everything. And you're like, "Oh, oh, I can just do this right." Yeah, yeah, yeah. like right out of the box. That it makes alone, sense why they're giving you like you know a, like a spool of wire in there. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, the thing is, I knew I needed that, but once I got the temporary setup set up. I mm-hmm. had so many little adhesive hooks and clips and stuff all over my dashboard. It was just going to be a pain, like ripping all of that back out and then installing it all again. And then the dash camera that we had, the loop record feature, never mm-hmm. really seemed to work like it should have. Oh, okay. Um, where when you run out of space on the card, it starts deleting older clips and starts replacing it with newer clips. I mean, it's pretty, yeah. I think it's people amazing. understand what a loop record is. Um, but this uh, this new one 
double double cameras, uh, 4K front video, 1080p rear video, and we've been driving it for now over a month. And oh, nice! It's just done exactly what we wanted it to do, like the way that they said it was gonna. So this is way better. Um, and and I think the company was also just trying to give this a little bit more of a push because like. They have like a whole spectrum of cameras, but this mm-hmm. was a camera they originally sold for two fifty, and now the dual camera kit I think you can pick up for one fifty. Oh, so, not bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a GPS enabled with gyro sensors, mm-hmm. um, the the like some of the additional wiring kits are extra, but what you get for the dual camera, one hundred and fifty bucks is pretty good. It's so, pretty good, yeah, uh, yeah. especially with that the was, kit. That was like really you fun said. to work with them. Yeah, yeah. I I tried them and not them. I've tried camera setups in the past, and I've always um, I, I'll say that that I, I've always felt short of of installing the entire thing. Like I would I would be really excited to install the front version of it, and then when it comes down to wiring the back, I always kind of gave up because I, I in and I basically like okay, so it works when you wire when you run the wire across, but you know yeah. that that's never going to fly. My wife will never let that happen. Um, so I ended up basically just keeping the front part. And then, um, when we got the Tesla, we kind of stopped needing a camera. So I never really started Funny putting it in there. Yeah. How, like for all of my complaints about maybe the person who's running the company that made your car, uh, it, it kills me that so few automobile manufacturers will put in cameras that help you protect your investment. I, I don't know why. It's like it's every seriously. car manufacturer is just like, well, there's nothing we can do. Reverse is all they need. Yeah, exactly. Reverse camera, and then that's it. It's actually just a reverse camera. Um, But yeah, no, I mean, I think in in theory, if you think about it, I mean, from a safety uh, perspective, uh, you want to have some type of documentation. uh, God forbid something (laughs) happened. Or, you know, and surprisingly, most people don't think about the fact that the rear camera is also very important. Because sometimes, you, yeah, we don't always get front-ended. That's weird, (laughs) right? It's like how life happens. Um. But yeah, uh, I, I I remember back in the day I used to have a when I first, when I got into an accident and I, I, in my in my Explorer before the Tesla, it, that was one of my biggest things. It was like, oh my god, I wish I had a camera. I wish I had the ability yeah. of showing what happened that it wasn't my fault. It's not always my fault, kind of a thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this one you said it was a 4K on the front, and then um, I'm assuming the recording is that local recording on both, or is it? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, so it local records for both. This is this, this is, is pretty... just a sample I shot from from the front camera, which again we're compressing this over a stream. But this is uh, I, I forget exactly what model number it is, but it's a roughly one third inch Sony camera sensor, mm-hmm. and you're like, okay. that's actually pretty good in this class of of dash cams it's basically a two generation old sony sensor and it does a really good job of handling some of those uh brighter hdr like so here i am driving into sunset oh yeah okay here you are yeah i mean it's blown out the car in front of me a little bit but that's pretty good dynamic range for what's going to be a 150 dollar worth of dash camera Exactly. Like you'd still yeah. be able to pull that footage and then use it. Sun straight into the camera too. That is. Yeah. And I mean, this is this is this is like dead on line of sight. The sun. Yeah. Is this is in like a, I'm assuming sunset, not sunrise or sun. Yeah. It looks like a sunset. Yeah. It's a a sunset. Bit. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, traveling yeah. west. <laughs> so I, I've been very impressed with it. I'm, I also had like a that really foggy day that we had um, a couple days ago. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Oh yes. So I was so I was driving on the four hundred five. Look and, at that. You know, we actually were driving through the clouds that the uh, the fog was so bad. And you're like, you know, again, 
there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of light this is like early evening and mm-hmm. fog and it's doing a pretty good job of also just like drawing out the color of the cars and things like that yeah. so uh dash cam technology has come a long way since my not as good 1080p camera oh, was my, sort of I, I, i've gone suction through, cupped to the front I, I've, of my dash i've gone through a few yeah no no absolutely but i think <laughs> I, I'm, I'm happy that you were able to get something like that and, and set up and it's yeah. now part of your daily uh daily commute um, for everybody that's joining us, welcome. Hopefully you guys are doing great. I know we kind of jumped straight into, uh, dash cam. Um, I see we have, uh, Ron Grito with us. Um, Steve, uh, Malik is in there as well. And Halicha Boy is in there as well. Hope you guys are doing well. Um, it's a, it's kind of a little bit of a chill week for us. It's not a very, very busy tech wise, but it's, um, a lot of nice, uh, appreciative tech that we have that, you know, that makes mm-hmm. our life a little bit easier. Um, I just dropped the video for the for the scooter that we talked about last week. As we were yeah, talking that earlier. Xiaomi scooter came out great, man. Oh it's my god, I love riding that scooter. That scooter is is <laughs> the comfort level on that scooter is next. It's so yeah. so good. Like I can't explain how. Like I can't exp- I cannot explain basically how could they make it that good? Like the suspension when you when you first look at it, you when you first see the front mm-hmm. uh, tire and the way the angle of the uh, actual uh, connector is actually kind of almost going backwards, you're feeling like the scooter shouldn't be doing well. And right. now it, it, it's a lot of fun, and and you can go over water puddles and stuff like that. And IP55, uh, the the water resistance is actually pretty decent. And um, I, from last week when I was talking to you, I told you, you know, we could lock it with the app, and that was primarily mm-hmm. it. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, uh, it's been a lot of fun. I've been enjoying riding it whenever it's not super, like, you know, dumping rain on us so yeah, for the that, next couple of days. That front yeah. suspension looks legit. I mean, again, it's one of those things I, I don't even really think about Yeah. until, like, yeah, I had a scooter that had a rear suspension, and that that made the ride more comfortable. And, it, and most of them do, yeah. I don't even think about, like, every single time I take, like, rough road, yeah. and that front tire gets like dipped into something and i kind of that you have and that jarring moment exactly you gotta like but if you had a front suspension then that would be a lot more comfortable it, it helps so. it, it helps also in the maneuverability of it um that it's a little bit taller than than the regular like even than the four pro that i have um i think mm-hmm. the overall thing about it is i would say is that they, they paid attention to the important parts and the things that they've improved, it, I, I mean, I feel like it is a better version than the Pro. And if Ultra is yeah. the next name, then then it would be an Ultra. <laughs> I, I don't, you know, like I said, I mean, I, would, I almost felt like it was probably yeah, like a 2023 edition since the 4 Pro came out in mm-hmm. 2022. Uh, but we don't know. Maybe maybe they're going to have a, a 5 Pro that comes out later on with uh, yeah, slightly and different And then they can do like a Mega and then like an <sighs> Omniverse. Yes. And then, you know, you could just keep building... <laughs> On, well then then we just need that. the hoverboard. We just need a hoverboard at that point. Just take out the handle, take the take the wheels in the you back. Give, it, give, give us the levitation and just go, dude. Just just go have at it. Just I think that's like what, how much how much electromagnetic radi- radiation would you actually be generating to suspend someone on a board floating above the ground? Like and the energy on that I want to say Lexus did some type of tests, like I want to say a few years back, they were trying to build, um, essentially they're, they're using, I forgot what it was. The, um, it is electromagnetic energy, but it was cooled. Like they sub, mm-hmm. they sub, they froze it. And it was like, basically you could only ride it for a few meters or maybe a few feet or something like that. That was oh, the extent of it. I've seen some of, of those experiments where if you, I want to say it's something like you, you, you're, you're already using some sort of magnetic Mm-hmm. system yeah then like a platform super cool exactly that area 
it, it's like you can almost freeze magnetism in place in space. So some of that stuff is cool. But what I mean is like, I just think it's it's cute, you know, because we're past Back to the Future Two. That is we now did. the past. It is. We're, in the we're past. now in the future of Back of to the that. Future Two, and um, they just casually have gravity-defying electromagnetic systems, and you're like, how much energy would you need to generate to suspend a human body just bouncing off of the magnetic and gravitational forces of the Earth? Yep. And I feel like it's that is a nuclear quantity of energy, <laughs> not something that you could just charge... Okay, so, we're, so what you're telling me is we're a few year, we're a few years apart away from Back to the Future <laughs> two technology, although we're beyond it. I understand. Yeah. I, all you're telling yeah. me it's it's For not sure. a challenge. We just need we we just For need sure. to send somebody. We need to Mr. Future. Fusion. Mr. That's Fusion. That's what I mean. It's like it, yeah, it, it Doc. Is, it, it, we just need a, to bring Doc back in. A quantity of energy that you can't even can't even quantify in gigawatts. <laughs> Absolutely, but apparently banana peels will do, and and, and table scrubs will definitely do, because that's that's Back to the Future. Um, but yeah, no, uh, <laughs> sorry, we're we're just kind of like you know shooting shooting the. You know, I was going to say we're not going to get demonetized. I, think I still shit. have. Do I have my little collector? I don't know if I. Oh, I think I do. I have my little collector uh, Back to the Future mini uh, hoverboard. Hey, see. You're part of the club. <laughs> My little prop rep replica. It's still super dusty. I used to leave it out. Yeah. Let's see, it's no. got this is a one fifth scale replica of the Back to the Future Two hoverboard. Um, one fifth. That's not that bad. Okay. So it's 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 on this little this little plate right here. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the reflective mirrors, so it kind of looks like it's uh yeah. No, I get it. It's nice. It's nice. Ah! <laughs> it was a collector item. Stuff. I'm fine. <laughs> that was my department, by the way. I usually I'm the, I'm the one usually dropping things and don't even know what they are. Um, so yeah, Ooh, no uh, hair on it. <laughs> ah, dang it! I'm just it's gonna put mine. this back away before I. Do no, 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 absolutely. Yeah, I was no, gonna say whatever fine. it is, it's it's it is not mine. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> not not physically possible. You know, one of these streams we should just do the hey, here's the random junk that we just keep decorating our offices, and you're like. Here are all my Vegetas. Here are all of your Gokus. Gokus yeah. <laughs> oh, but no, I, I I just pre-ordered the, um, what's it called? The Ultimate Gohan uh, from um, uh, Superhero uh, in Beast Mode. So basically Beast Gohan. Nice. They, they, uh, what's it called? Bandai had the pre-order for August, so I'm going to have to wait till August. But uh, between that one and then I think Omar ordered the uh, Future Trunks with the sword. So they're oh, releasing nice. a new edition. Um, I'm debating on orange uh, <laughs> piccolo. I don't know if I want to go. I mean, he kind of looks cool, but I'm like, I already have a piccolo. Do I really need an orange version? Because it's a different, more you know, mecked out kind of a thing. The, I don't know. To, to me, and and I don't want to call out your your collection, <laughs> but I feel like you like piccolo, but he's not a cornerstone of your Dragon Ball Z fandom. Yeah, I, like I me, feel it's like, he... like I love you know some of the different variations on Megatron. But yeah. my Transformers collection is almost entirely Optimus Prime and Soundwave. Those are my. Those are your. I need yeah. to buy unreasonable amounts of junk characters, <laughs> and if I get a Megatron along the way, that's cool. I have a Unicron. I've got a Starscream. Yeah. I've got you know. I, I have a couple tracks because uh, um, my grandfather was really into classic Corvettes, mm -hmm. and tracks is a classic Corvette. So I've got I've got some of those things, but like. My knee-jerk must-buys are 
Optimus and Soundwave. Of course. So yeah. I feel like you can pass on this Piccolo. I think you can let that one go. I'm I'm okay with it right now. I just like you know Bandai is like, hey, you've or, you've pre-ordered two things out of our site. Uh, hmm. Maybe you'd like to. Yeah, they're they're trying to reel me in with a like, hey, complete. Have the you considered spending more, more money on this? I have, and I've passed. <laughs> I I've been looking for um, for Beast Gohan since um, since obviously since the movie. I feel like it's the epic part of that yeah. movie where Gohan redeems. You know that that that. The, the completion or the conclusion of the Dragon Ball Z series as Gohan and Goku and how, you know, he, that we always knew he had more potential. We never seen the potential. Right. And of course, you know, Piccolo is always kind of like that second dad or the actual dad figure in, in Gohan's life, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you're right. It, like for me, it's always going to be, you know, Goku, Gohan, uh, Goteng. It, like it's always going to be that, that life, life, lifeline there, or even, you know, Bardock or anything like that. If we go back further up, um, but I'm excited. I'm excited. I, I saw, I think it was it last week, they're coming up with a uh, a new Bodokai uh, version, the version four, nice. I think, that's going to be with yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. better animation. So that's really exciting. Uh, Omar and I love that that style of fighting, the free open space fighting as opposed to Fighter Z, which is more of a like Mortal Kombat and you know, yeah. uh, you know, Street Fighter style. So yeah, long story, extremely, extremely long. Um, yeah, it's exciting <laughs> stuff. August is going to be fun. We'll have a couple of new toys added to the collection. Yeah, you know that's not bad. How is the Optimus Prime? Did you end up returning it, or is that still there? Uh, shut up. <laughs> okay, they sorry. Asked for it back yet? And Crap. then I did just pull him back out of the box, but I'd let his battery go. So I'm going to start trying to do a few like, can I get Optimus Prime to do like TikTok dances? <laughs> So I'm gonna. I'm gonna so play I, I, a I connected bit. with them. The in programming January. on Optimus is a little clunky, but okay. I want to start with just like a really simple like pop and lock, mm-hmm. and just see if I can get his arms to sort have him, of have him, have him introduce in your videos, way. man. Just set up some programming where they he'll do the physical gestures that you normally would do, and just have him in the shot. You know, <laughs> like go back to being the director and let Optimus be the star. I think you'll be fine. I think little people, a lot of a lot of cool kids will come and show up for Optimus. So I, I want to play with that. I, f- I feel like I finally figured out at least a semi-consistent strategy of throwing a, a short up a week mm-hmm. where I've been doing like some of the Patreon questions that we'll get on the community I saw that tab one. or in yeah, some yeah, of the yeah. comments. Um, but I also kind of want to flesh that out. Like I, I'm going to try and maintain some dignity. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to just dance for YouTube shorts or dance for reels or whatever. But that doesn't mean I can't make Optimus dance. Yeah. No, so no, I want to try and see if I can. He's I, really cool. Yeah. Some of the right? stuff I saw. Well, come on, like, I mean, seriously, the, the, the things they were able to do, obviously they had a different version of prime, but still the fact mm-hmm. that they care, they're, they've, well, they've thought of this very, very well. And they've designed it very well. The servos, the yeah. motors and all the functions that you're able, it's literally the, the only limitation is your imagination. And which is nice. Not even so in true. The, even most of, in the yeah. built in movements. Like yeah, yeah, you yeah. got one where like, I just want to watch Optimus prime do push ups. I, I just want him button. standing there and do that breathing effect, you know, like, Drops. you know, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, what? Yeah, he's about to kick my ass. You're like, yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, hope everybody's doing good. Uh, but yeah, I do uh, Douglas, the, uh, the prophet. Yeah, definitely. It, it was literally one of my favorite games. We had it on um, Xbox uh, and uh, mm-hmm. we also had it on, uh, I think it was the Xbox 360 was the last one. And one of the reasons why we never got rid of the Xbox 360 is because those games never kind of upscaled. They never made them compatible no. um, into newer gen- new consoles. So you had to keep the system to play them. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited. The graphics look good. 
Um, Super Saiyan Blue is going to be brought in there. And of course, some of the other new characters that we have from the manga or from the saga. Sorry, I don't think they're going to bring some of the manga stuff because I think that's slightly ahead. Um, yeah, but but again, it's still uh, like I, I feel like that is we, we've seen so many other attempts at doing like kart racers, brawlers and mm-hmm. fighting games. Yeah. Um, what, what I'm trying to remember, there's like another free to play fighting game, but it's like Hanna Barbera characters or something like that. But it's really? sort of in the vein of Smash Brothers. Oh, okay. Um, so is, is, it's, is it multi multiverses? Is that what it's it, called? So is Yogi Bear fighting with the? Hold on. No, I don't. I don't think it's. Or maybe it's Looney Tunes. I can't remember. Oh, maybe Looney Tunes. Yeah, I was gonna say when you said Hanna Barbera, I'm like, isn't that like Yogi Bear's style? Multi versus a battle, a game of multiverse battles. I no, that might not be it. I knew. I know Capcom has their own battle royale, which actually kind of combined with X Men, which was. Um, so they they have like these cross platform uh, fighter games. Uh, and then, of course, you had um, what's it called, uh, Street Fighters, and uh, and that that also kind of jumped in, into that universe as well. And then you have Spider Man and Marvel and multiverses. Oh my yeah. god! So so oh, so this is like a that. Super Smash Brothers, but uh-huh. with uh, like they've got Shaggy, the Shaggy Doo, the they've got yeah, Tom yeah, and Jerry. Yeah. Um, so it's not Hanna Barbera, but it, uh, Looney Tunes DC characters. Look, oh, yeah, you Wonder can you Woman's can fight as LeBron James and Rick and Morty. And the um, Titans in there as well, like dude. Yeah, they shrunk. Um, <laughs> so, so I, I, I get, I get. Hey, we've yeah. got all this IP, and we want to do something silly, and we want to like make a fighting game out of it. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's fine. Same thing, Crash Bandicoot. I really I like it. Crash Team Racing, and then yep. there's also going to be a Crash Team Rumble, which I think okay. is going to be another Super Smash Brothers kind of clone. All of these things don't make nearly as much sense. As making a fighting game out of Dragon Ball. Like, you could not have better designed a piece of media in a lab to eventually become a fighting game than exactly. martial like artists who compete in a all tournament they do, every yeah, year. Tournament, every, and every all they episode. do is fight exactly. intergalactic fighters in other tournaments. Yep, yep, it, it, exactly. it, is, it is incredible to me that uh, Dragon Ball Z doesn't actually occupy an even higher mindshare of the so fighting game universe. They're, they're like, doing Street Fighter really... is going to be huge, and Street Mortal Fighter's Kombat also... is huge. Always been, but, yep, yep. But Dragon Ball, I mean, come on, that's like a no-brainer. No, no, absolutely, absolutely. And and I'll say the um, the, the the news came out of left, out of left field for us, and then when I saw it, I was like, oh my god, my jaw was on the floor. So it was like it was yeah. that excitement level. Um, but speaking of games and, and things like that, uh, I did get a chance. Well, like, not to kind of segue you too far. Um, (laughs) we're not on any script and we started trying trying to talk about like yeah let's talk about that dash cam that you were doing like the dd pie dash cam was great you can catch my video i really enjoyed it oh yeah yeah, yeah. we're talking about about video games video games and i'm actually kind of take a very hard left and go to talk about last sunday's finale episode of you know, the rest of us. Uh, I'm sorry, the last of us. Uh, <laughs> the, wow. Uh, okay. Yeah, that, that's that is, like well, shifting be, from fifth to third. Let's do fifth it. Fifth to third and mostly because of Mortal Kombat, the game that's obviously that showcases in there. Um, and I got, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I sped through the the, the series as, uh, as I, I didn't, I tried to, to take it slowly. We watched the first episode, my wife and I, and she got it's hooked. It's pretty great though, It right? was good. Um, and we we did kind of do it like slowly, <laughs> and I say slowly by means 
I was sick. I was in the, I was sitting on the couch. I wasn't going anywhere. I was like, let's just start watching. Um, and then you start seeing that character development, you know, Ellie and stuff. And, and I'm just for anybody that's watching the show, obviously it's over the season finale was last Sunday. I'm sure a lot of people already kind of talked about it. And if you played the game, you already know how it ended. It, there's no surprise there. Um, I was surprised actually how that, that the scene at the end, when they were doing that recap with Ellie and her friend, I forgot her name, uh, with mm-hmm. the arcade and, and, and hanging out and all of that. And the, the, the just the overall story development was just amazing for me. I, I liked yeah. it. I, I loved the attention to detail. Um, bringing Ellie's mom. Uh, it's the actual you know person that that plays Ellie mm-hmm. as in the game. She's that also was... <laughs> the cute waitress from the Avengers who's got kind of a crush on Captain America. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they've both been in. In I've seen them in many other shows. Oh, she's, I mean, been, she's done tons of stuff. Yeah, she's yeah, yeah, actually yeah. a friend of a friend of a friend. When I was doing more voiceover casting, we would end up at parties together. She was really, really nice. Yeah. And like uh, it was right after she'd had that little bit part in the Avengers and everyone would be like, oh my God, what was it like working with Captain America? And she was like, I don't know, because we're not really on set at the same time. You know? <laughs> I know. It's, it is, uh, yeah. I mean, you'd be surprised when people like to like, hey, but you were in the movie. And I'm like, yeah, it's not like we're yeah. all put together. We sit down and hold hands. No. And okay, it's like, okay, you're up now. Okay, okay, I'll see you later, bro. You now, notice it's, like, there's like a cut and then he's in a different scene in a yeah. different part of the set than she is. Yeah, it yeah, could have been days, weeks, years later. God <laughs> depends where. Um, it, it's one of those things like you have to kind of appreciate the the methodology and the science behind how they do it. Because when you look at it on, on, on camera, it's like, oh, my God. Yeah, they're all best they're friends. It like, look easy. Yeah, they do. They do. Uh, but, but yeah, so that was a good Last show. of Us. Yeah, you 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 didn't follow my my advice was don't try and sit down. Don't try to power and, through it. And, and binge it like all in one straight shot. But so it doesn't uh, seem to have done you too much harm. So um, you seem like you're doing well. Okay. Yes and no. <laughs> 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 well, okay, I did not just... have. I did not take enough time to recover from the episode with that the cult. I'll, I'll call him the cult. Right. Basically, that yeah, I did not sure. have enough time to recover from that, and even Ellie didn't recover enough from that with the last no. with the last episode. So yeah, that was a tough one. So did yeah. you did you play the game at all? Because I, I did have not well, no, no. credits on the first Last of Us. Yeah, no, I have not. Uh, I, the only thing I, I will say is, um, ever since I finished it, for some reason TikTok knows that I finished, and now all I can see is um, comparison shots between the game and the video. So the they they really stuck the landing on this one yeah. exactly how it's supposed to be. Um, and I heard also that we're going to see a season two, although not necessarily mm-hmm. based on the game. It's going to deviate, obviously um more a little bit more creative on their side which i feel like it's it's a good it's a good story um but i want to try to see i i'll be curious to see i i have a philosophical issue with the way that we talk about narrative in video games Mm -hmm. and that there's so much the last of us is so deserving of accolades the last of us the tv show is so deserving of accolades because it's a very well-produced cinematic engaging uh and and uh, uh, dramatic piece of media it it is a phenomenally well done television show my wife would never have any interest in playing the games but she's watched through the entire first season and i think we've We've appreciated the experience, even if it was a little grim, dark, and we've been trying to just watch some lighter fare. But yeah, yeah. it was engrossing, and it, it kept us hooked. So we were invested in the story. Yeah. Um, 
I, I still feel like there's a little bit of that snide. Now that we've told the story on TV, we've told it in the more artistic way. And being a fan of playing games, and I didn't finish the first Last of Us video game, I feel like the dramatic storytelling potential of the game where the char- where the player has agency over the characters mm-hmm. is actually the more appropriate venue. Like, the story was designed around that and game mechanics oh, absolutely. first. And I feel like there are moments into the very last episode that lose some of the significance of why that was a critical moment in the video game. Yes. Because, I, I would, now I it's a, because now it's a passive viewing experience and there's none of the tension of you controlling the player character, managing your resources, trying to evade certain enemies and take out other enemies. Oh, yeah, and absolutely. Yeah, yeah. In the TV show, what would be a very visceral moment for a passive viewer to me ends up falling flat because I remember those moments of like, I, you know, you're, you're constantly foraging for resources. Like the last of us is just a punishing game when it comes to that kind of, uh, yeah, we've never seen them once look for uh, almost, well, like that's not true. Like the can chef Boyardee cans every once in a while will show up, but yeah, you're right. They, (laughs) which apparently we're supposed to be able to eat 10 years later, which is fine. Okay. So now we know (laughs) chef Boyardee for the win. Uh, we just need to build a bunker with that. Um, yeah, they've, they always almost never, um, the story kind of like just develops into they always have something to eat. They always have yeah. they don't have to worry about where to go. Well, all the all, so, the, all so the little things I, that we normally would have I, had to have done. I, I, yeah. So that that that's the point Marie and I kind of got stuck on is the game take you can spend longer in that universe in the first game than all of the collected media that they shot and produced for the TV show. So there's just moments of the TV show that feel overly abbreviated, yeah. and so we don't have. I'm not saying it would be interesting television because that's a passive viewing experience, but it's interesting gameplay when you have to deal with things like finding ammo, right? That is not fun to watch someone like loot buildings and corpses, hoping to find a couple more shells for a rifle. Like that's not engaging storytelling. You do that in a montage in television, but when you're the player character and you're trying to, uh, survive a, 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 a game. I'm speaking so broadly and generally because I don't want to spoil things because this the finale was pretty recent. I mean, I would be digging more into specifics here if if I felt more comfortable, if other people were maybe going to try and watch this. Now that the entire season has finished, mm-hmm. I know all of those, I have several friends that are really into, I'll watch it when it's done. They don't and like I, watching week to week. I, I, that, so I'm that still was my trying philosophy. to be, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm still trying not to dig into spoilers and stuff. We, but but there are so many of those moments. Sorry, the the, the last point, and I'll shut up. Um, the last point the about last, The Last of Us. Yeah. The, that, that was the, the last thing that I think Marie and I kind of walked away from that season going. Some of those moments would have landed a little bit harder if a few... There are a few episodes that really should have been two episodes, but they condensed so much story into one mm-hmm. mini arc, one mm-hmm. hour long arc. Yeah, yeah. There was, a, there was a couple some of those. Of the emotional yeah. impact. Yeah. 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 No, no. I, exactly. I, I felt like the 
there was a couple of episodes that could have been their own little movie almost like the, yeah. the way they the way they oh, did for it. Sure. Yeah, oh, know, absolutely. Yeah, uh, Bill and was it Bill and Frank? That that episode was yeah. uh, was very well done. Actually, it was surprising. That was that uh, was the, amazing, and it was yeah. amazing because I think they they oh, that stayed was on that three. story. Yeah, the, episode three is 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 the emotional core of the entire. Oh, series. absolutely. It, you don't know it gets you till the end, but yeah, yeah. But see, that's exactly what I mean. Is that story took an entire episode, then two episodes later, it's like. Hey, we meet these people, but then we leave these people and then we go to this other place and then that place turns out to not be what we needed. And now we fight someone totally different. And you're like, you know what? That actually was two and a half episodes of content that you squished into an hour, but you gave me this amazing meal in episode three that was its own unique standalone story in this universe. So that's what I'm hoping season two is more of that self-contained one-hour narrative and, and a little bit better. less of yeah. like a season-long arc where you're squishing gameplay moments into make... tiny little moments. Instead, expand this universe, show me more of this world beyond just Joel and Ellie, mm-hmm. and, and give me more of those season three kinds of episodes, and I think we're in for a wild ride. And it, I... it won't be as contingent on abbreviating the player experience because it's no longer an interactive. Well, I, and I feel like the, the, the way the season one was built, it was built to reach that ending. The ending had to end yeah. the way it was. And as you said, some condensing was kind of put in there. And I think that's primarily why we saw some, some one episode basically develop very good. And then, uh, but then yeah. Joel and, and Ellie show up at the end of it. It's like, Oh, okay. So this entire episode was for us to know why there's a blue truck. Okay, we get it now. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, no, no, I, I know it, the it, it, it took me through a few ups and downs, and and to a certain point, I was very happy that he found his brother, and I was also happy in certain portions in that because it, it mm-hmm. starts building up almost like a Game of Thrones, where you're starting sure. to lose main characters. <laughs> I'm like, well, like, <laughs> like by episode yeah. two, I was like, wait a minute, are we doing Game of Thrones? Did did, did Pedro not realize this is not the? <laughs> are they we're gonna just basically by every episode we lose one main character is that how it is <laughs> um i just yeah it it was um by episode three it, we kind of also lost a couple of characters but we also got introduced to them in episode three so long story is mm. it's a good show to watch um there is a few parts where you probably want to have some time to understand and digest right. uh, episode eight was a hard one for me because mm-hmm. it it took a sharp turn left and i was like not expecting it like i did not see the way the ending was coming um again because i've never played the game so i never knew that part of the the uh that part of the work there and he was doing such a good job making it look like he's just a you know it just felt like it was just a cult like you're like oh okay okay Mm -hmm. i know that kind of figure is going to be but then no, it goes grim, and then and then so yeah. The long story is, and it starts grim, and it goes it, it, way it, heavier. But it goes way heavier, yeah, yeah. No, it just <laughs> right. it, it's like you know, it's like when you're watching Game of Thrones and you're like, hey, okay, Ma- Ma- Pedro, Pedro's is... coming out right now, and he's you know flipping yeah. his sword, uh, you know, he's gonna kick the mountains out, and then two you know two minutes later, you're like, ooh, uh, ooh. Ma- oh. Marie and I danced a, around a lot where. Yeah. The show gives you just enough to, I, I think, keep you invested. But there were a couple episodes where we left that show going, I don't see how anyone would even try. Yeah. You know, it, the, the show almost gets to the road. 
of of like almost pure dark negative nihilism. Why would anyone try to survive this experience? Like it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense to try and survive this. And then the next episode would give you just a little bit that you could see like, okay, there's like a glimmer of the human condition and spirit, but it rides that line uh, very effectively. And, yeah. and so now that you've seen the show, does this encourage you to maybe go back and check out oh, the games? I would love to actually. Yeah, no, no. Uh, I would love to see basically the, or like the, it's like watching a movie and then reading the book. I know it's kind of like you're doing it backwards, but um, <laughs> when you do so, you realize what you miss. Um, yeah. Because if you if you read the book, you'll also catch it, obviously, if you read the book first and then, then you kind of re watch the movie because then you're like, wait a minute, hold on a second. That's not how this is supposed to be. They're, they're really right? very creative in this area. Uh, but no, no, I'm um, I would love to be able to basically, you know, see the mechanics and, and, and play the games. And it, again, from all of the things I've I've caught on, uh, not to make it sound like it's the best source, but like TikTok and so on, uh, the graphics are actually pretty decent, like really good, oh, yeah. um, um, like open world and, and everything. So, yeah, I oh, definitely yeah. it'll be one of my next games to play once even... once I have a PC to play games on. Oh, yeah, I'll have no. to do that. But even without the, the yeah. sort of the refreshed and the uh, the re-release, I forget exactly what the remasters or whatever. I mean, I think there's going to be yet another version of the first Last of Us to come back out with another, <laughs> another. coat of polish on it. The last, last I, I of only us. played OG original first release Last of Us, and and to my memory, it's still like it still looks great. Um, I was joking around with Paul on my Discord. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're both, both of us really into picking up older games. And uh, if you haven't, there's a subreddit called Patient Gamers. Okay. And it's people who are like, hey, I just found Half-Life 2. Have you guys ever played this game? This game's awesome. <laughs> You're like, yeah. yeah, welcome to the club. I'm well, glad you could finally have this experience from 15 years ago last of us. oh yeah, yeah yeah last of us part one lot part two and then uh the last yeah the, the ones left behind okay yeah yeah no it, i'm on their site i'm uh i was still trying to see if i could download it but it looks like they have it on playstation too i may just get it from my uh ps5 well so are you gonna go ps5 uh or well it's because oh, it, i yeah, guess it's, it's not on sale because the Xbox is, um, what was I going to say? The Xbox is in the living room. So if I wanted to play that, I'll have yeah. to live in it. So the, the PlayStation's in my studio here. So I can actually just, you know, if well, I want to just spend I was going to say we are in the middle. Or no, excuse me, not in the middle. We're at the very, very beginning of mm -hmm. the Steam Spring sale. Oh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Let's bring that up. Let's bring it up. But Sorry, The Last yeah, of Us is, is not on sale. <laughs> So okay, this, that, this won't uh, help you here, but Last uh, of Us Part One is a sixty dollar game. Uh, of course, sixty. Well, that's the remastered, but yeah, yeah. No, man, look at that. So that's it. Does that's look not? Nice. I think this still looks great, and and especially when we kind of go through. Or is Steam not going to let me play anything while I'm on stream? That 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 seems wrong. Um, but yeah, uh, in terms of gameplay mechanics, and, and again, when you see like the, these kinds of stills from yeah, the game your, and you know yeah. that there were sequences in the TV show that they did an amazing job of kind of lining up the cinematography. But I think that just goes to show how cinematic the video game experience has become. And I still, I've, like, I still find it a little upsetting. You'll run into those conversations where it's like, well, now that Last of Us has been done as a TV show, it's been done actually artistically. 
Yeah. You know, you, there's almost a little sense of that still that's left over that we can't seem to quite get rid of. Um, when almost shot for shot, it's like they pulled the video game as storyboards. Yeah. The they're TV like, show. it's like, you know, you say, like, you know, Pedro's asking, it's like, Hey, how do you want me to be? There's like, hold on a second. Hold Roll on. The cue. <laughs> Roll the footage. <laughs> Roll the just footage. Like, okay. Let me, I've been, can you just green screen that? And I can like line up right there. Okay, good. Yeah. Just put it right there, right there. As I'm looking. Yeah. No. Um, I, I think if anything, like I said, uh, and I just saw Ron Guido's joke, uh, make sure you have some snack food when you're running out of food. Handy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Uh, waka definitely. Waka. <laughs> it was, it was definitely a, like I said, uh, three was a pleasure. Eight was a nightmare. Um, and the rest have a good, Oh, there were a few. Good, there were a few there, no, there are, they are, but I, I felt like eight just took a dark, dark, like all the other one. Well, actually I take that back. The last episode, especially after he goes back after the fireflies, that was like, okay, wow, what in the like, oh, like you know, you know, Joel character has a very no nonsense about him. Like he will yeah, just he, go and do the he's, thing. He's a man of very particular talents, and he's exactly. very good at what he does. Absolutely, and 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 <laughs> when when you hear that about him at the beginning, you know, like how how him, uh, like how he's like, we need you to carry, oh, yeah. we need you to transport, and we're like, okay, he is basically a methodical killer, and he goes into that hospital, and like in my mind, my wife, my wife and I were like kind of like arguing, not arguing, but like talking about the fact the doctor turns around with a small scalpel, tiny little scalpel. He's like, I'm not letting you take her. And he's like, and then one shot, like, next, I'm like, well, how, okay, pet, I mean, Joel, you could have just shot the leg or something. <laughs> Maybe told him to go stand to the side. No, it was like, you out. No more chances of you operating on this. And, right. um, you know, and then you also kind of get the whole father, father figure kind of attachment mm -hmm. to it. Because you see the development of that story after episode eight. Uh, his demeanor changes. It's no yeah. longer the let's go, kid. Uh, it's more of the you reminded me of my daughter and you know, they yeah. start talking about Sarah and I'm like, okay. Um, but okay, but this... it, it is again, I, I, I liked the turn, the, the, the Joel storyline. And again, from knowing a bit more of what happens in the game also, yeah. um, there's almost an unforgiven quality to it. You know, like Clint Eastwood in that Western, he's sort of this bumbling old has been, and then there's a turn in Unforgiven and you see the switch flip and and it and it's gutting and it hurts the audience when all of the reputation then becomes true. And my wife was actually commenting on that earlier like everybody keeps acting like Joel is this total monster but we yeah, haven't exactly. seen anything to this nope. point that make us feel like Joel's oh there it is. Yep. <laughs> there's the moment that there's everyone the... was warning us about with Joel. Yeah. Cuz you don't see, you yet like 90% of the time you see just that, that more of a I'm not gonna say like a timid but more of like you know, you know, a man on a mission, he just needs to get it done. He's he's, he's protecting he's, her. He's gruff and cautious and you're like mm -hmm. actually that's not so bad for this post-apocalyptic world that that's how Which you would be. You would imagine yeah, exactly with there, with the amount of times they were the... jumped unforgiven moment and you're like oh yeah oh i get it now okay yeah, yeah. so it, it, not that kind of obviously we've kind of i don't know if we've spoiled so much of it but i mean realistically if you ha if you're in the process or if you waited it's a good show <laughs> it's a good show to watch um i would probably space it out over a couple of days i would not try to power through it it is literally only nine episodes but they're about a nine but they're about an hour or so uh, each episode um 
and there's like I said, I, like right now, I probably would want to go back and rewatch a couple just to kind of recapture some of those. But details. I was telling you, you wanted like time in between some of those episodes to like stand up, put your hands on your hips, sort and, of and breathe like, through your teeth for a moment. And do it like, I don't know why I'm watching the show and all that. Yeah, um, it was it, all I have to say. Is, yeah, I mean, they had I, I was pretty much a captive audience. I wasn't going anywhere. And uh, it was a good show. It was a good show. And I, I appreciate it. And I think um, overall, uh, I'm kind of sad that it's over, but you know, it was nice. And then it yeah. kind of ended like right after the Oscars. So I didn't even watch the Oscars. I saw a lot of the highlights there, but um was happy to see, you know, everything, every, everything, everywhere. No way. Everything, everything, everywhere, all at once, all at once. Exactly. Uh, which I told my wife, she has to watch. She's like, I started watching it, but I never heard the like, like, You got to watch it. You gotta watch so she it. Tapped, then, she tapped out just as they were getting to the IRS building, uh, like <laughs> probably as they're sitting in front of Jamie Lee. Um, no, and, and then Omar wants to watch it too. And I told him, I said, "Look, we we can watch it, but there's a very specific scene we need to skip, like an entire portion of that fight scene just needs to be skipped. <laughs> there's just no nothing about it. Uh, I don't know. Like I, he's he's just you know he aspires to watch everything, and I think sure. to a certain point, with the exception of that one part." really you know it's i mean there's a few weird things in there but it, it doesn't really stand no, what, out too what, much what i like is that it is an action sci-fi comedy drama about mothers and daughters set mm-hmm. in the best multiverse setting and that we've bagels seen let's in not film. forget bagels i love the fact that bagels were in there and it's it embraces how silly its premise is like mm-hmm. it doesn't say oh this is wacky and anything can happen because multiverse and look at all of these wacky other dimensions and then it gets real dark and edgy and grounded no it establishes its premise and then it gets even sillier and more absurd as the movie goes on and different uh, quirks or uh yeah that how 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 creative they were getting into quirks and figure out how to activate the powers yes no no i know so I, i i was a big fan i was really glad and also just not your traditional oscar bait exactly the academy awards are usually like you know period drama of people looking constipated well no, no, like, or, or they'll go with like um like a really dark not. um scary korean um you know movie we've seen those before I mean, don't get me wrong a like few. i understand i mean like parasite yeah. is actually kind of an anomaly but i mean it's like it's either a biopic of someone famous yeah or like a period drama of repressed romance and lust exactly or it's like it's always something kind of oscar Beatty in that range and and to see the wacky, madcap, zany silliness of everything, everywhere, all at once was just incredibly refreshing. Yeah. Um, I, I don't hold this movie up as any kind of high cinema in a traditional Criterion collection, highbrow kind of way. And this is a movie that is always going to be on my list of, like, I loved the experience of watching this movie for watching it just continue to devolve into absurdity and i think they actually managed to stick the landing at the end they did they did and i think that was the big the big uh bring back story and bringing it and and realistically bringing it's like oh no wait wait this actually is a lot simpler it's not just about fighting the you know the old the evil the all evil uh bad guy or you know girl Mm -hmm. in the situation um there is a there's a premise behind it that, that you know love is needed and parents you know parents can actually ignore their kids to a point where their kids rebel and this was literally just to a certain point a big version of that um yeah. but the way they brought it at the end it was like you know just nice but with also michelle yo being a badass fighter so oh no no absolutely a, a fighter a dancer a cook 
absolutely incredible <laughs> that that one universe where the where that where their hot dogs for fingers that was like mm-hmm. uh okay <laughs> and oh, then I, I, I also i had to i had to i mean i would i would have flipped my lid if that movie didn't win its best editing award oh my god okay yeah so the mess the of this movie the, that it is stapled together as well as it is i is a, i saw an incredible a clip. accomplishment <laughs> i saw there was a there was an editor that was talking about the, the so the first and foremost that that entire movie was edited in premiere in a, yeah. on a on a at, from home and it was not edited in a, in a massive studio it was edited in premiere uh and there was a guy on tiktok talking about the um the timeline he showed a picture of the timeline and how messy the timeline was oh yeah like it was like this scatter plot of god knows what out and, and, and at the end you're like oh, wait that's the movie so yeah. um it's a literal truly... shotgun blast of clips of yeah. scenes of, and jump yeah. cuts and, and and transitions and and and, and sound effects and, and and color grading a whole bunch of different things like i can imagine I, it would be a nightmare to, to work in a timeline like that or if it even if it even crashes on you you're like, I do not want to be in that <laughs> well, so, let, Let's be real. It wasn't if Premiere crashes on you, but how like, bad? How badly? Yeah, how bad? You. How badly are you able to recover from that crash? Um, <laughs> so to me, it was uh, it was always interesting there. And um, but yeah, no, uh, it, it's it was like I said, it was uh, that was about my main takeaway out of the, the Oscars. I think I was happy about that. And then of course, uh, you know, nine p.m. where we started to kind of watch The Last of Us, and we finished it on Monday morning. It was getting late. Omar had to go to sleep. We couldn't stay up too late, so we're kind of the whole time. But anyways, oh, okay. um, let's but let's we, go back actually to Steam. Yeah, let's talk a little yeah, bit more about I was, Steam. I was yeah, fire exactly. This back up. So, how many games have you bought for the spring sale? I I have currently. I don't have a PC. I haven't been able to. I have not opened Steam. It it doesn't. You know what? Steam doesn't wait for you to have a PC. You you buy all of the games that you need to buy for your sale, and then when you have a PC, you can play those games. And it's not like you don't have another device. No, 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 absolutely. The Steam Deck would be playing some games because this was actually kind of kind of a a big bit of news was that for for the first time since its launch, there is a ten percent off. Yeah. Um, price reduction on the Steam Deck. So now the see that 512 yeah. gig version with the anti-glare etched glass is now, uh, it was MSRP $650. Yeah, you can pick it up for $580. Um, so, like, a, a, the, you know, again, it, I think it's exciting when a company sort of realizes, like, a little sale here and there isn't going to wreck the perceived value of this product. And oh, we know no, that the absolutely. Steam Deck is going to kind of kick around in this state for a while so a 10 percent off that's that's a good time to jump on a steam deck if you haven't already managed to uh to grab one for yourself yeah yeah and and definitely if you do make sure to pick up god of war god of war is also on sale for 30 bucks again it's actually a pretty decent yeah. game um i see what's the gotham knights in there or oh you're in the accurate list there okay yeah, yeah. oh so this is this is the top 100 games played on played on the steam deck. oh for steam deck yeah um hogwarts legacy is is currently the top the top played game I haven't vampire survivors that, so Good, here's yeah. it's hilarious vampire survivors is actually on sale again <laughs> so it is down from 4.99 to 3.99 oh my god so it was, it was if a steal you have not yet yeah played the genius uh bullet hell style gameplay of vampire survivors you can absolutely jump on that now for a whole dollar off which is 20 percent off it, it is 20 percent um, if you think about it yeah five bucks 
So uh, we've got The Witcher 3. We've got Elden Ring. Elden Ring is not on sale. This yeah. is the one that I picked up. So when I was making the joke about me being a part of that Patient Gamers subreddit, mm-hmm. Hades. Action roguelite, uh, sort of a I, I've been dungeon always, crawler. Yeah, I've seen it on sale a few times. Yeah, I, and I wanted to kind of pick it up, but it was always like, do I want to pay money for it? Um, and I always end up... Honestly, at the time when I was looking at it, mm-hmm. I looked at God of War and I chose to go to God of War more. Yeah. Uh, but it was yeah, funny. Hades, I saw, Hades the, is... the last time it was on sale, I did the exact same thing where I don't need to buy both games right now. But Hades yeah. was on sale and God of War was on sale. I think we bought God of War at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> it was no, no. I actually remember I, I I reached back to you and I'm like, hey, dude, yeah. it's on sale now. Pick it up, pick it up. And I'm like, yeah. Um, but Hades is down to twelve fifty. Man, that is actually a really so good game. Hades is fifty percent off. Hades yeah. looks like it was a great game to play for its $25 price. It is that kind of indie isometric dungeon crawler, um, roguelite, you know, sort of a not quite p- pixel art, but kind of a voxel art style mm-hmm. game. And uh, right now you can pick it up for 12 bucks, uh, $12 and 50 cents. So I, sure. I, I snatched up Hades and then I got a bunch of older games too, that I've just been wanting to kind of revisit and noodle around on. Um, but rounding out the the Steam Deck top top uh, games, uh, Persona Five, Cyberpunk mm-hmm. twenty seventy seven, Red Dead Redemption Two, uh, Spider Man, uh, Spider Man Remastered is forty bucks. That's pretty good. That's actually um, really nice. Yeah, yeah. Cult of the Lamb that got a lot of positive buzz, and that's one that I want to check out, but I haven't gotten around to it. Stray, Grand Theft Auto Five. I did pick up Bro- Stray last time as well. Yeah. Rotato is on sale. I might get that just because it is also three ninety nine. So, uh, looks like oh, you know, it looks like a Vampire Survivors clone. You play a potato wielding up to six weapons at a time to fight off hordes of aliens. So it's basically a a Vampire Survivors clone, but you play an action potato. Um, Stardew Valley is not on sale, but No Man's Sky is fifty percent off um octopath traveler is not on sale but god of war is 40 percent off um pc gaming is just a monster value (laughs) (laughs) good man i just picked it up because i didn't want to wait every time i think about it like i mean realistically yeah i always it always something else comes up in front of it and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna allow it this time it's it's good and it'll run on the steam deck which is also very nice so it'll be good i can play that one at least um Farhan has an interesting comment here. He says, speaking yeah. of Steam games, I haven't gotten any emails about discounts for all the games in my wish list. I always have it delivered through email. I would go and check because I wanted to replay uh, a game that I loved playing on, uh, I think it was PS3. Was it okay. PS3? or It might have been PS4. No, I'm pretty sure I had it on the PS3. So Prototype was kind of a silly riff on games like infamous i don't know if mm-hmm. you guys remember playing infamous but it's sort of a, a, a an open oh. world superpower adventure kind of um game and i loved those games because both infamous and both prototype as your character starts leveling i played up, prototype uh before uh but not infamous but yeah i remember loved it. Yeah. I, I i loved both of them but i really liked prototype and of the two i felt Prototype had the weaker story, but the way that your character leveled felt way more powerful. 
So like by the time you get to the end of the game in prototype and you're doing these combos and you're flipping these characters and you're throwing these vehicles and you're traversing the city, you really did feel like you were this super powerful mutant monster guy. Um, yep. And I don't feel like Infamous's electricity powers delivered the same feel. But sorry, shorts are incredibly long, Farhan. <laughs> um <laughs> I've had Prototype and Prototype 2 in my wish list just because I don't want to pay full price for them. They're older games. I think they were released like over 10 years ago. Oh, yeah. And both of them are on crazy sales. So the entire Prototype franchise pack, which is Prototype 1, Prototype 2, and a little mini DLC for Prototype 2, all together are now $15, where they would normally be $60. I didn't get any emails about these games going on sale. So they were in my wish list. I've been waiting for these games to go on sale for a while. First day of the spring sale, they went on sale. I was not given any notification through Steam. So check your wish list and see if any of the games have gone on sale because I don't think you're just automatically going to get notified when they do. Yeah, uh, 15 bucks. You can't really go wrong with it, the franchise back with the uh, you already have prototype in there. It's actually not okay. No, okay, dang it. Okay, so I'm getting Prototype Two. Okay, dang. I, <laughs> I never, I never played Prototype Two. I've always played Prototype One. Um, and okay, I don't need the whole franchise pack and Prototype. I just need the franchise pack, which gives me everything. <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna check so, out now because otherwise, if I do, I'm gonna be checking out separately. Another one. Ah, oh, crap. You, okay. Have you have you done Dead Cells and all the DLCs? Uh, Dead Cells, yes, but not all the DLCs yet. No. I mean, you, so, I, I, only you have completed everything. <laughs> Sorry. You should check out. No, I haven't. Oh, I haven't beaten Dead Cells. Um, I, I've gone. Oh, that's right. That's right. I'm done to Horde. Sorry. I've gone three. Four, I'm, uh, I've done four, four evolutions on, de- on Dead Cells. So I haven't made it to the end, 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 because there's like an ending and then there's another ending and then there's the real ending. I haven't made it that far. Um, okay. But Dead Cells is currently fifty percent off, and like the whole bundle of that is is uh, is a pretty good buy. Um, it's still overall cheaper to pick up Dead Cells in the DLC on Android, mm-hmm. but if you're going to play on a PC or if you're going to play uh, on a controller, um, or like uh, not so, Steam, that's not what I mean. On a Steam Deck, something like yeah, a Steam Deck, I, then I, I, I got, this would I, probably I, be the best way to grab it. I, I figured that that's what you meant. Yeah, no, no, for sure. Um, Okay, so for me, I'm getting prototype. I'm I'm debating if I want to get Spider-Man remastered, um, or maybe even Spider-Man Miles Morales because that's also on sale. That's actually a little bit less, um, but yeah. Oh man, forty bucks, and then uh, Dying Light, and then Shadow Wars, or Shadow Shadow of War. Sorry. Now I'm debating because Undead Horde Two is also on sale. Und wait. Oh, okay. I see. I thought that wasn't. Wait, hold on. When did Undead Horde Two come out? I thought it was supposed to come out the very, very, sp- very end of of last year. Oh, okay. The main trailer on that. Okay, I got to check that out. Okay, I haven't, I haven't played. I mean, other than regular Undead Horde, and I keep keep playing that one. And I, is there a way to transfer your progress, or do you always have to restart every time you put on? Oh, for the love of God. So if you notice okay. in my videos when I'm showing like gameplay performance on games like Undead Horde or yeah. Tesla versus Lovecraft, I have not found any way. The, the, sometimes, depending on the phone, if you're doing Google One backups on your phone and then you transfer 
to your new phone, it, it will sometimes transfer over your game progress, but it hasn't been consistent. And I don't like doing a transfer because I don't want my new phone to have all of the gunk um, from my old phones. The, the old, so yeah, I, the large library files and stuff like so that. I just, yeah, no, no. I just have to start all over and it's a major pain. I know, I know. And every time I install it, I was like, I go through the cutscene with the kid with the chicken and all that. Uh, no, I know. It's, it's, um, I like the mechanic. I like the game. Uh, <laughs> I have the, the Android port of Dead Cells. Uh, I've been waiting for the Castlevania DLC. Oh, man, Castlevania, nice. Uh, we only regret getting every, uh, every volume two. Yeah, for sure. Now, TK, no, no. who wrote that comment for anyone <laughs> listening to our podcast? Steve Pogs. Uh, sorry, Steve. 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 Pogue wrote. Oh, sorry, wrote. I should always start said. that way. Yeah, I start reading comments as if people can see. Okay, so uh, stepping back, uh, Steve Pogue say basically said, "I have the Android port of Dead Cells, and I am waiting for the Castlevania DLC to drop. Uh, we only recently got everyone. Uh, yeah, sorry, everyone is here. Volume two. So, okay. Mm-hmm. So, so the Android phone, the, the Android port of Dead Cells is usually one DLC behind the PC." Um, I will fight anyone on the Android experience not being one of the best ways to play Dead Cells. Oh. One, you can clip on a controller. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to... A lot of premium tier phones can play Dead Cells at a faster frame rate than a Nintendo Switch or a Steam Deck can play Dead Cells. Surprisingly, yes. Actually, you're right. I feel like the gaming experience, even from comparing it Man. to the Steam Deck... I still enjoy it more on a smartphone than a Steam Deck. Like it, I feel like Dead it's, Cells it's... At, at 90 hertz is really nice, and yeah. I can't do that on a Steam Deck. No, no, that you start Man. hitting certain limitation of hardware, and you're like, uh, okay. Well, and it's also because you've tried it before, right? Like when you've played Dead Cell at a 120 frames per second on a on a Red mm-hmm. Magic, and you're like, I'm cooking something on this phone, but oh my god, is this game good? But and the, so and smooth. and then Red Magic doesn't throttle. It's just like you know, hey man, you want to cook, have fun, right. have at it. You want to melt the screen off this phone? <laughs> go for it. Enjoy. Um, speaking of which, I think that'll be one of those videos I do because I still need to do the video for. Uh, the game, sir. They sent yeah. me the uh, the X3 Type C, and I, of course, I then I went to see uh, not CS. I went to MWC, and I also watched the trips. So uh, yeah, it'll it'll be one of those nice little uh, passive cooling solution that we have on uh, for for gaming. And, it's great. Yeah, uh, it, it, like again, it's we we are really only held back by developer interest because. And I'm playing company... with the Razer Edge. I'm playing mm-hmm. with a couple of older chipsets or or less powerful phones. I'm playing with this Poco that has a seven seven eight. That thing's yeah. a monster. And and if you can do something like like that game, sir, just clipping on a, a little bit of active cooling to the back of any device immediately improves your sustained well, I mean, performance and it, it, it's in a in a line a little bit in line in, in what was um oneplus was trying to do with their active cooler that they had uh, demoed at mwc mm-hmm. it's basically a, a water cooling though not just active uh, fan passive cooling it's actually so uh, here's my thing yeah it, that was a fun concept to show off it i think is that is one thing. of the least practical ways <laughs> when you compare like have you have you really <laughs> tried is this the the x3 with the peltier cooler yeah, 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 no, no, it's the exact same yeah. one. I, uh, I, you're the reason why when they were when we were working together for the Xbox controller uh, video, they were like, "Hey, we have this other nice little controller kind of going on," and I'm like, um, "Hey, my buddy did this video. I would love to be able to check it out. I really think it's nice." 
And yeah, so essentially it's, yeah, that's the exact one that you yeah. have or you ha so, yeah. so have, have you, have you fired it up yet? Yeah. I've, I've used it a couple of times. I just, I haven't had a chance to in the last, like to shoot I've it been, and do all your yeah. review and stuff. All the, right. the, 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 yeah, the good, the good B roll footage. It gets I, very cold. I, I, I am such a nerd. This is such an old technology. Peltier oh, yeah. electro uh, elect, uh, thermoelectric cooling has been around for decades. Yeah. And this is really my first practical experience with it. And there are a bunch of lifestyle products that people are trying to make, like, you know, body cooling pads and things like that. And here, here's this, like, game controller. And I pop a phone into it, and I plug in the fan, and I immediately feel a temperature difference. And then, like, after a minute, it's, like, 25 degrees colder than the ambient temperature of my room. And that blows my mind. So for whatever advantage water cooling might have, like what OnePlus is doing looks really cool. The entire rig that you need to create to water cool something to me doesn't seem like it would be nearly as practical as having like a really good, yeah, exactly. A really good Peltier cooler on, on a controller like that makes so much more sense. <laughs> on a foldable. <laughs> this is the Magic VS from Honor. And I was like, you know, because I was playing, you get different perspective when you're playing like, you know, uh, top-down games, but like try to play it with the, the whole thing where, because mm -hmm. all of the hardware is sitting at the top and it opens, I just wish they'd open the other way up. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like I kind of want it to be a little oh, bit more that would like be the... Yeah, that would definitely be preferable. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's still not bad. It's not bad. I like it. Oops. And I just Ooh. popped it up. And that's how we do it. I didn't drop anything. I'm good. Now we know. Uh, take the case doing out. It live. Doing it live. Pop and lock. Pop, pop. Sorry. But also for, for Steve's point on Dead Cells, I'll also say anyone who does not like playing Dead Cells on a touch screen, uh, get good. Because that's the hardest way to play Dead Cells is on a touch screen. Yep. So... You know, if you like playing all of your games on easy mode, then uh, maybe avoid Dead Cells on Android. You just need someone to really hold your hand and pat you on the head and like, you know, oh, I wish Elden Ring had an easy mode. Wah, I can't play hard games. That's that's everyone who complains about playing Dead Cells on a touchscreen is they're basically just big crybabies and they're just not very good gamers. And if they were better gamers, then they would appreciate how good Dead Cells is, even when you don't have a good controller to play it on. I can keep going with this. No, 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 no. Trying I, to I, besmirch I, the worst of the gamers out there who complain about touchscreen gaming because they're yeah, so no. bad. They're just so bad at gaming. That's why they don't enjoy being able to play. I gotta, Dead Cells I gotta take this way. thing out. Otherwise, I think that's gonna pop up again. I, I may actually, I, I do actually <laughs> not want to try it out. With a foldable, because um, on the on the Z Fold, it's not as it's, it's much thicker. Like for some reason, like yeah. this one actually is a little bit thinner the way that the the VS for is sure. set up. So um, it is definitely very nice. So that's going to be one of my things I need to finish uh, shooting video and getting getting the content out. Um, but what what any other sales? Any other little uh, gems that you feel like some people should be checking out? Or because I, I, I mean, my, honestly, my, my pocket it, is, is uh, this is just the joy of excuse me this is just the joy of pc gaming mm -hmm. is like for example i'm probably not going to jump on a game like this it's just not my kind of vibe and i sort of burned myself out on borderlands but tiny tina's wonderland is 50 percent off now when we look at console gaming when we look at nintendo switches and xboxes and playstations mm -hmm. it is so rare that you land 
more than like, oh, it's like 10% off. What a great sale. Now I can play this eight-year-old Nintendo game because I'm going to save five whole dollars. And in PC gaming, you're like, hey, this was a baller game from like two years ago. And it's half price. It's half price. Yeah. No, no. 50%. Like, like I said. It, that's uh, great. The, I've seen a lot of things. Like I, I always kick myself for not picking up certain games when I've seen them on sale. But mm-hmm. yeah, if, if it's if it's, up, if it's your jam, if it's a type of game that you like to play, um, you know, definitely check it out. Prey was surprisingly a very nice game. I, I enjoyed playing that on the plane. It was actually mm-hmm. kind of a quiet little mellow. You just sure. you know, walk around and, and it runs really nice on the Steam Deck, surprisingly. A uh, few stutters here and there, but nothing big. Um and then, of course, God of War, uh, last the, the, the last game right. that I got prior to today. So, but... so we were just touting God of War's 30 bucks right now, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Of a similar uh, sort of, of a similar distance where mm-hmm. if you haven't been into PlayStation gaming, Horizon Zero Dawn, the complete edition, is $17 right now. The it first the Horizon? S- the first Horizon Zero Dawn, oh, which was a man. PlayStation game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is, is on they PC. Re- they also brought right. it to PC. They did. It is now 67% off. That's a must. I, I feel like that's one of those must you have to get that I feel, one. If yeah. you haven't played Horizon, yeah, I know uh, like Elden Ring kind of sucked all the air out of the room for like the big high concept titles and worlds and dystopias and stuff. I really feel Horizon deserves a lot more credit. And and I've become a big fan of games like Horizon. I also really loved Hellblade, uh, Senua's mm-hmm. Sacrifice, games like that. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like they never seem to get the same kind of mind share as like a God of War. But the experience of Horizon Zero Dawn deserves to be in the conversation. I don't Absolutely. think it ever deserved to win like a Game of the, the Year award. But it deserved to be in that in that tier of conversation, and now you can get it for seventeen bucks. Oh my in fact, god! Now that like... makes me want to look up if if uh, Hellblade is is on any kind of crazy sale too. <laughs> it wouldn't be surprised. No, no. It, so for me, the reason why I said that is um, because I actually have Horizon West. So uh, Forbidden uh, Forbidden West, I got I picked up the new game ah. for for PlayStation, and I was like, all right. And as soon as so, I picked that up. Okay. So, so if if you like sort of a souls, not it's not even souls souls style uh, soul style combat. I mean, it's a little like soul style combat, and it's got some elements that are a little God of War e. Mm-hmm. This is not a new game; it came out in twenty seventeen. I love Hellblade. Um, you can button mash your way through the whole game, or you can really like kind of get into the combat mechanics. Play it on a great pair of headphones because it deals with mental illness and hearing audio hallucinations. Mm-hmm. And voices start talking to you and some of the voices are trying to lead you the right way and some of the voices are trying to lead you astray. Mm-hmm. Right now, on the spring sale, it is $7.49. <laughs> this game is gorgeous. It is like one of those high uh, like high quality graphics, 3D world environments, lots of interesting kind of like uh, puzzle mechanics and stuff in, in a God of War ish kind of way. Um, $7, well, $7.50. And that includes a plug in for um, a VR play. So if you've got a VR headset, you can also. It's still a third-person action game, but it's like a, a more immersive world of this graphics all around your head. 
as you lead Senua through this combat and stuff. If you haven't played it, this is such an easy $7.50 to recommend. Oh, for the love of God. Okay, hold on a second. (laughs) Have you not played Hellblade? Have you really not? I have not. Oh, dude, you would love it. If you like games like God of War... I, again, this you're not going to walk away from Hellblade having had... Because God of War is one of the best games of its generation and is one of the best games ever made. Hellblade mm-hmm. is not going to hit that tier. But for $7.50, you get like 80% of the way to what makes a God of War so much fun. Okay. okay. Yeah, for 7 bucks, you can't really mess with it. Yeah, no, man, $7.50. Hell, Hellblade the sacrifice, uh, uh, Sinoa's sacrifice. Okay, so I got, I got. So I'm gonna pick up the it's first good. Horizon, and of course the prototype trilogy, or basically the franchise pack, and then of course Hellblade. Uh, put that in there. So it's not that bad. And all of this is still under forty bucks. Yeah, Actually, I so spent many... seventy, and, and like, <laughs> what oh, yeah, most you know. expensive game was the prototype twofer. that that was a good now that that is definitely and i mean horizon's a little bit more but i think it's it's worth it for for the amount of uh just the just the amount of sheer lists of enjoying the 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 gameplay for me horizon is what got me into it the storytelling the voiceovers the graphics um overall everything just always it was so so on point and everybody Mm -hmm. spoke so highly of the first one um i had to jump in i kind of jumped in on the second one without playing the first one so i'm very very appreciative for sure. of uh, for the design yeah for sure and so this th- is also i think the best time to start grabbing some of those other games like um uh, like okay here i've got it on the screen um like uh if you've ever sort of oh, there's even dragon ball uh, kakarot game. is in there as well yeah oh yeah for 15 bucks mm-hmm. um but if you uh like i've tried playing this game with lex and marie if you've mm-hmm. ever played overcooked no no, can you it click is... that? Let's let's see the, uh, okay. the graphic. So so o- Overcooked is a co-op kitchen simulator, <laughs> and so you've got like little stations where you've got to pull vegetables and and pull like all of your ingredients. Okay. Then you've got to take those over to prep areas where you chop and you and you prepare. Then yeah. you take the prepared ingredients over to a cooking station. Then you take all of those ingredients and you deliver them to the front of house so they can serve them to the customers. Then you get the dishes back and you have to clean the dishes before you complete your next meal. Exactly. So orders come in and you've got to run around this kitchen and get all that stuff set up. There's literally only one person I've ever played this with where I fell into the rapport where we could really get missions done. Okay. And every 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 mission, every kitchen has different obstacles that you need to run around and different uh, recipes that you need to cook. Um, Trisha Hirschberger is really good at this game. <laughs> and she's really good at this game because she's one of the best communicators that I've ever met in my entire life. So I was, on, I, was, I was at her place and we were doing her Twitch stream. And we failed one mission the very first time that we just kind of fired it up. And then we both just started yelling at each other. <laughs> I'm over here. Are you going to get that? Just throw me the tomato. Okay, I've got it. Are you on the stove? Oh, that's burning. Get that off the stove. Okay, deliver it over. I'm going to get the dishes. Okay, I'm going to do this. And it's like she is so good at hyper-articulating everything that she's doing mm-hmm. and then also listening for everything that you're doing. So I've tried this game with Marie and Lex, and it did not go very well. <laughs> 
where Marie and Lex are like, Lex just keeps running into Marie, which is like knocking her out of the way of the place that she needs to go. Yeah, and yeah. Lex is just cackling because it's the funny. He's like, I knocked mommy over. This is so funny. And you're like, but the soup is burning and now we can't serve it. We're not going to get a tip. So I, this is an incredible game that is almost purpose built to make you rage throw controllers. Um, it is, or, it is, or just lose friendships over. It sounds like, yeah. It. yeah so yeah. John, John Gow is saying overcooked equals the number one source of family couple conflicts for older people. It's monopoly for younger people. It's overcooked. It's overcooked. Okay. Um, so you, you look at it and you think what a gimmicky cartoony, silly little kids game. And then you play it and the tension cannot get higher. Like, you're on the clock, you hear, like, a beeping sound when you're starting to run out of time for your level, like, the pressure is on to get all of these recipes out. And, yeah. and again, this is one of those where um, the ver- uh, the the Overcooked 2, just the regular version, not the full DLC uh, uh, Super Gourmet Edition is what they call it. Mm-hmm. Um, you can grab Overcooked 2 for $6.24. Like... This is this is the thing I love about the Steam sales is like something like this is just a killer game to have in your library where hey I want to try something different Marie and I just we don't have anything to watch or we've finished all of our shows um we don't want to play another round of Tetris against each other and you fire up something like this yeah. and you you get worked up about it but it was a really fun for $6 that is such an easy buy for an evening's entertainment let alone whether or not you play it long enough to get good at it that's less than a movie rental even if you only played it for one night you got your six dollars you got your six dollars <laughs> worth, worth of in, no, anxiety no, I, oh my god yeah <laughs> i'll have to check it out yeah for sure uh i i unfortunately our omar is not at that age where he he could enjoy that play game like that it'll end up being myself and my wife so we got to figure out if there's if this is something that would be interesting for us to kind of uh, you know, or even just was really, it was funny throwing Lex into the mix because she she was actually better on the controls than Marie was. So so like navigating her little character and running yeah, around yeah. and picking up ingredients and and moving things around, but she was like an agent of disruptive chaos. <laughs> so she she, wasn't she found her own fun. Yeah, messing around with mom exactly. and dad was was the she actual game she the was game playing. You guys were playing Overcooked, so yeah. So there, y'all, y'all, y'all should have had like a little bit of a kumbaya before. I was like, okay, this is what we're trying to all to do together. We're trying to get it and get the tips and get this stuff moving along. Uh, but Lex, no, I'm sure. It, and it is, it, it's, it's fun also sometimes just to mess. All right. Um, so I might have found your most expensive game if you're going to play something with the misses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you played It Takes it Two? Takes- no oh my god you're bringing up a lot okay let me see i I bought this game full price it was a 40 dollar game it's half price now for 19.99 20 bucks Mm -hmm. this is a puzzle platformer where every puzzle depends on two people playing at the same time you cannot solo play this game so you have to sit on the couch with your wife and it's yeah, about yeah, yeah. a couple. They're about to get divorced. Yeah, yeah and I see that. Their daughter is super sad and magically transforms them into dolls. And they have to work together as little doll characters to get out of their shed, get back into their house, and find their daughter to revert them back into being human beings again. Oh, but yeah, yeah. It goes through like 30 years of video game genres. 
So there are basic platformers, there are grapple hook mechanics, there mm-hmm. are combat sequences. There's a there's one part of one of the one parts. There's even a fighting and shooting house. sequence as well. Yeah, you fighting can actually... and shooting. Mm-hmm. But there's also one that's almost like Diablo, like a top down isometric dungeon crawler style mm-hmm. uh, gameplay. And so the game is almost perfectly built so that no one player is going to be equally good at every single genre of gameplay and the game sort of anticipates that one player will probably be a stronger video gamer than the other okay and so marie and i spent quite a bit of time grinding through it takes two also like it's quirky it's cute it's charming some of the voice acting is a little eh, but um but like the actual co-op mechanics are some of Mm -hmm. the best i've ever seen in a game this would also be another really good like it's twenty bucks. That's pretty good. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm I'm looking at all the different stages and everything like that. It's actually not bad. It's actually a pretty decent game. I, I uh, actually, it's not about. The only thing I would probably would say is you. So you'd have to have it installed on two separate systems, right? So you're you're playing it on no. the Steam Deck. You can play it on the same. Oh no, no, no. it's it's split screens. It's like oh. old school classic split screen. So, so we play it on the TV. Could... Okay. And... Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. I mean, you could play it on the. I think it would play okay on the Steam Deck. I was playing it on our, on our little Nook. Yeah. So so that that I mean, it's definitely a little beefier, but it's an older Core i nine with a sixteen sixty super, and the game. Oh yeah, and congrats for bringing it back. I saw your. Uh, yeah, I, saw your I finally got it. It, yeah, it, yeah. it is mostly I'll put it back together. I still need to uh, mess around with some of the internal cabling for the antennas. Yeah. But it's working, and it's working way better than it has in a while. Um, and and like, like the fans airflow. aren't like, <laughs> like it actually has good it's airflow. A, it's it's a it's a ma- it's ma- it's a massive improvement with airflow, but also kind of like a magic of like, hey, better airflow, better gaming. You know, no throttling. So yeah. So I got it. thermal uh, take for sure. Oliver recommending Voidigo. He says it's a top-down twin stick. He says it's a twin stick shooter with same screen co-op. Which that absolutely looks like it's right up my alley. So this is not on sale for the spring sale, but it is only fifteen dollars. Yeah. So I might need to check this out because that looks. And and actually, what's funny is like I just got Hades, and some of this like hyperkinetic voxel art style is yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of what and Hades I, is I, all I, about. Yeah, I literally just finally bought Hades, and I have three more. Um, but yeah, no. Um, Michael, uh, no, we didn't name him after uh, the character on the wire. Is he's named after Omar Sharif, uh, a very oh, classic yeah. uh, uh, actor uh, from a long time ago. I'll say that uh, I grew That's up great. watching Omar Sharif. So yeah, for me, Omar holds a uh, very uh, and yeah, it's also so a nice I'm, name. It, it blends. I, I might need I might need to 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 add Voidigo and Brotato here. Brotato, <laughs> Brotato, I'm maxed sounds... out again. On Vampire Survivors, I, yeah, like no, I've, I know. I've completed every single accomplishment, and I've got like three million in gold coins that I'm just sitting on for player upgrades. Maybe what I so, should do is just drop off my Steam Deck over at your place, and maybe let you ramp up a little bit or something. Yeah, I, <laughs> I would take you up on that, but I've been so thirsty for a fresh dopamine hit on Vampire Survivors that I'm actually playing it on my Razor Edge <laughs> to try and catch my Razor <laughs> catch Edge up, your up to my on Steam Deck. Oh my god, that that yeah, is good. No, no, it, it, don't no no. It, um, it's weird, like how now that I've kind of gotten better and I feel better, 
um, I, you know, I've been craving Call of Duty and I've been craving more of FPS gaming. And unfortunately, none of that. Yeah. I mean, God of War works great, but it's not an FPS. Uh, and Call of Duty right. does not play. I mean, there's ways of getting it to run, but it just runs so weird. Like, I don't want to try to force it into on a Steam Deck. And then mm-hmm. trying to force it onto a Mac doesn't really work that well. And mm-hmm. it just, it hasn't, none of it has been the way I want to play it. Like, I, I got so used to playing with the monitors in the back that, um, like I missed that and I'm trying to figure out what I can do to get myself back on a, on a system. Um, I, I am more than likely going to, not more like I am going to go end up with a pre-built. I'm not going to try to um, Jerry rig and try to figure or patch it. I think uh, another friend of mine was talking to me and it's like, remember that, you know, if you try to fix a four-year-old system, you may have a couple of new pieces in it, but it's still technically that four-year-old system. So it's an inevitable yeah. chain of things could go. Um, so, after I realized that it wasn't the motherboard that kind of kind of set made me a little bit sad knowing the CPU kind of, I, I know it's pretty much the CPU, not the Ram because the Ram I tested on my son's computer. Mm-hmm. So for the most part, um, it's a big chunk. It's a big chunk. The, the 5950 yeah. is not a cheap CPU. And I'm almost tempted to, and if I change to the new generation of those, uh, the, the Zen, the AM five, uh, the Zen was it the seven Zen nine, 7,000. Um, mm-hmm. It, it changes a whole bunch of different things. It changes the motherboard, changes the RAM, changes the, like it yeah. changes so much that I feel like it's easier just to at that point, get a yeah, you just pull the trigger on. And then yeah. w- again, I mean, we were talking about some of these like pros and cons and I miss, I would miss having sort of that articulated individual control over every ind- little component that I picked and chose. And that, that would that definitely was... be a bummer, but then yeah. I would have one company to go, Oh, it doesn't work. Fix it, it. It, it. It was it was my only thing that I feel like because I did it a long time ago with the, with the system that Omar's working with, um, which was a, the iBuy Power system that I bought. It was an mm-hmm. Intel, but I, I got it at, at the end when it was just out of warranty and everything. I got it the entire uh, case. I put it in uh, uh, my uh, Ryzen ship, you know, the eighteen hundred X, and I rebuilt mm-hmm. it. And it works great, but the finding what works, finding the compatibility, finding the right motherboard to work with the CPU and making sure that it works yeah. it, it all, all of that just drives me crazy. Um, and, and, but there are quite a few options. So I'm, I'm in the process trying to find out what I can, like, I, I, I tried going the NZXT route, but they're out of a whole bunch of things that I like, they don't have the, the right Ram for the new Ryzen seven, uh, the, the Ryzen nine, they, yeah. the motherboards that, that I was looking for, didn't have enough uh, USB ports. So there was a whole bunch of different things. So I'm trying to figure out. Uh, well, and, to fill and for some of those components too, where I've, I've been more an NVIDIA guy than an AMD guy. Yeah. I might. So we were chatting in the discord again and uh, who was it? It wasn't slow-mo. Um, one of the people there, uh, Jeremy was mm-hmm. kind of just picking like, hey, well, what are you thinking? And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I'm still on a 2080 Ti. That's still a really good card. It is, absolutely. But it, it, one of the issues that I'm running into is uh, 4K60 is sort of its limit for DaVinci Resolve. Mm-hmm. And if you try to edit in a 4K 120 timeline or in an 8K timeline... You can't really use the GPU. You've got to go back to native CPU um, encoding. And it's a problem because you just don't have enough uh, RAM on the GPU. I was like, I don't know. I was like, I I really don't want to buy a 4090. That's 
it's kind of overkill for what I do, but mm -hmm. that would get me the RAM. And then I was looking up the 7900 XTX has a 24 gig variant. And like, it is not as powerful as a 4090, but I don't really care about that. What I care about is running out of RAM mm -hmm. and my renders crash. And that would double the amount of RAM I have on my graphics card over my 2080, even if it were a lateral move, which we know this is going to be significantly more powerful than my 2080 Ti. But literally, right. even if it was just a one-to-one -one and I could just double my RAM, I could finish 8K timeline projects again. So I'm seriously looking at going uh, pre-built. And mm -hmm. I think my next system is going to be an all AMD build. All AMD build. Yeah, yeah. I, and I think for me, I, I don't necessarily have any con big... Not, not, I mean, I don't use uh, Premiere anymore. So it's not like it, it was a big yeah. thing for me with NVIDIA. Uh, and I think uh, DaVinci, for the most part, on at least on the M1, um, works crazy well. Like, I don't really have to worry about um, performance and rendering. For me, the PC is... I mean, it, it, it is going to be basically more like I want to be able to do some more regular work on it um, yeah. and not necessarily just game all the time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. it, it, but it's, I've been missing the game. It's it's a weird therapeutic thing, right? Like, I you know I'm, I'm sitting around and I just want to be able to get in and out, get in a couple of matches, get out and just get my fix. And I haven't been able to get my fix, which has really been driving me crazy uh, because I can't play Call of Duty on, on PlayStation. I'm not a controller gamer i need a pc nah. you know i need a keyboard and mouse, mouse and keyboard yeah. yeah 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 and and i and i need it to be higher than 60 frames per second because the tv that i have here is uh capped at 60 so the overall an nvidia would probably work better for me as far as just going mm -hmm. but but i don't think the 4090 is needed i think maybe a 4080 the 3080 ti that i have actually is more than capable if i'm able to find a system that has but then they never pair them in that way they never pair a powerful cpu good motherboard good ram and then with a crappy gpu like you'd have to custom build that system <laughs> just to kind of you know what i mean like to, to shoe yeah. in your own video card and but you're still paying for another card that you end up not using anyway so it's um you kind of have to make a line in the sand. And I think once I'm able to get it up and running, um, I could probably sell off the 3080 Ti and then just put that money, whatever money I get out of that one into the, into yeah. whatever I end up getting with the pre-build. So we'll see. We'll see. And I'm, I'm just trying to, not a lot of companies are using the 79, uh, the 7950 X 3D yet. I wanted to go originally with the 7950 X, uh, not the 3D model, but then mm -hmm. I saw the comparisons with the, th with the thermals and the power draw it's such it's so much more optimized on the on the on the x3d that i prefer staying there uh with a maximum you know what like the target temperature yeah, was like, like 80 isn't it like a uh, no i was gonna say isn't it like a 20 watt power difference oh does, like it's a big yeah it's, it it was a like very i was surprised they were able to drop so much um and in a in, in a weird way like you know if you want to save money you want to go with the 7950x because it's like 550 it's like 150 bucks off now you can most places um but then as right before I started finishing putting the system up, I, I saw our friend uh, Terrence, the poet, and he was talking about the 7950X3D. And I'm like, okay, let me check it out. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, oh, I need, to, I yeah. should wait. I should wait. This is one of those where I did. Yeah, I, I, I should just wait till I find it. So I need to find um, more system builders. My current workstation sort of just healthy enough. Mm -hmm. I might try to just i might try to just leap when 50 series cards come out and when the next generation of ryzen's come out and just try and like anything that you've got stock on shelves for a 7950 and a 7900 xtx 
yep. then then I'll I'll try and just squeak by there. And I'll technically be a generation behind, but it'll still be a significant upgrade over. Oh, I, absolutely. And and so. for me, even from the fifty nine fifty X, I think as a as an upgrade over to the new the new architecture, it's the thing that kills me is, or the thing that I really liked about um, you know AMD and the, the way they've done it is, you get to upgrade your processor. Uh, we had the ability of upgrading a few generations. Like I went from the 1800X mm-hmm. to the 3930, 3900 x to the 5950X, and they all fit on the same board. You had to update, make sure that the board had the, the right BIOS configuration, but you didn't necessarily have to upgrade to the 570 or the 470. You know, you could have you right. could have stayed with the board. Um, but we can't. That, that's where the kind of uh, the line in the sand has been drawn. Essentially, is you can't jump from an AM4 to an AM5. It's a different, it, they, they no longer have the pins. It's basically just, it sits where it needs, the architecture is different. So, um, but I'm also excited to see, you know, kind of using DDR5 because that kind of forces us to upgrade to the newer uh, memory. So that could also help with gaming, uh, rendering. And I don't know if that, you know, DaVinci will, live, will love it even more, but we'll have to see. Yeah, uh, it, it's, a, it's a little bit of a waiting game because the chip is so new that I think everybody that had it sold it. And only yeah. only system builders will have it uh, because they have, I guess, deals and so on. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's not that bad. I just uh, I need to find a company that I don't think is so new in the name. Like um, I found this like really nice system on Amazon, but it was like, uh, yeah, um, oh, I can't even remember the name of it. <laughs> it's not Yeezys. <laughs> it's not right. one of those. It's like uh, the, you know, the of, easy of all the labels I wouldn't want on uh, the side of my PC not. case. Probably not <laughs> easy. Uh, no, no, Yi Yang, Yi Y E Y I A N, Yi Yang, the Odashi system that they have, and that actually has looks like it's pretty well spec. And then if I try to build the system, I, like I tried to price the system as well, like my on my own. Um, mm-hmm. they're actually not making that much. I mean, they, they, they're making like maybe three, maybe $300 or so over the, the cost of the parts, which is not bad. It's not bad. It's nice. pretty decent. Yeah. Sorry. Kept it. We made it into a PC kind of, kind of experience overall, yeah. but I think it's just what it's okay. We got to do that from time to time. We needed yeah. some of that fun. It would have been nice. Actually, you know what? Next time, maybe we can set up the game. Maybe we'll set up a game or something like that. We'll set something up and we, we can should. play. Like, yeah, we talked about it last week. We didn't get a chance uh, to if, prep. If we want, we could probably throw down on like some Overcooked and just yell at each other and everyone <laughs> will make fun of how bad Everybody will log off. It was like, oh my God, the show was so good at one point. But now all the like old, old, you know, these two old people <laughs> yelling at each other. And TK's not listening or, and he keeps going right could, and when Juan says do... go left. We could do like a brawler, or we could do like a River City Girls, or Streets of Rage, or just something kind of cartoony and fun and over the top. Or, yeah, no, no, no. Uh, I, I, have, have you rolled credits on Shredder's Revenge? No, I haven't. We yet. could do some Shredder's Revenge. We and, could definitely. You know, like, if my daughter could roll credits on Shredder's Revenge, then I feel you are missing out on some I, classic. I'm not giving it. I'm not giving it enough game. time. No, I, I think. The one thing I do miss is having going back to the office during the day is I cannot yeah. play games. I can't I, I, I can't play games. I can't be on Twitch. I can't listen or even watch people on Twitch. I get the notifications on my phone because, you know, it, it it's in there. But I'm in an, uh, yeah. my office is in a weird cell service area where I can barely get good, L, barely any decent LTE. Like I, but it's not fast enough to stream anything. And if I jump on the work mm-hmm. Wi-Fi... I can't turn anything on because Twitch is blocked. So we're like, okay, I can't even like, yeah. 
So it's tough. It's tough. I've, I've missed. I, that's the good. one part I miss about being able to be at home is, you know, when you're down and there's nothing, thing, if you're waiting for something like that, fire up a game. You know, I'm not going to deny the fact that I've played a few Call of Duty uh, matches yeah. in, the middle, in the middle of a yes, sir. Yes, no, definitely. Um, <laughs> when it's just a listening conference call, it's hard. It's hard not to be able to right. keep yourself entertained. So we'll have to see and. I really want a system back. I want to get my, my office back up and running and humming. And um, I love the Mac, but it's not a gaming system. You can't play game. I mean, you can, but not 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 the same. Like I installed no, Steam really on it. Yeah. And and I think Apex, I, I installed GeForce now to try to see if I can run some of it. But GeForce doesn't support Call of Duty, even though there's been agreements between Microsoft and NVIDIA, but right. it hasn't materialized. So, um, yeah. So maybe I can play some Apex. Maybe that'll get me through. <laughs> Apex Legend. I'll get that or get that running in a little bit. Just, just kind of scratch that itch. You're just to get a little bit of yeah, fast pace and junk. Yeah, exactly. But it's still not going to be at a very high refresh rate. So it's it's one of the limitations of a Mac. I mean, it's great for things, but it's not so good for other things. Poor Mac. But um, they can't do other, stuff. On on a side thing, uh, what what's kind of coming up for you? Are you doing anything for the rest of the oh, week? As far as <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay, good. Uh, so I, I I do. I've got a lot of stuff here in the pipeline. I've got a couple mics that I can't talk about just yet. I've got a wireless display. A portable talk about or talk on? I think. Yeah, um, <laughs> either. Uh, I'm still using my Rode right now, but I seriously considered maybe using something else. Um, I've got some accessories that I want to get through. Um, I'm trying to put together a script on, like, what do you really get in terms of a phone upgrade? And I think there's something really interesting to to talk about with, um, I've got the Poco over here. It's like a 300 euro phone. And I've got the Xiaomi 13 over here, which is an almost thousand euro phone. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. So at three times the price it's it's difficult to quantify what are the upgrades and i think that's one of the crucial parts of android phone conversations that we have not been doing a very good job of highlighting because man that poco with the 778 and that 1 over 1.5 inch camera sensor 120 hertz display it's got fast charging and a big battery and a lower powered chipset like this is a great piece of hardware Mm-hmm. So if we're not doing a good job of sort of quantifying why you should spend more then I think you're just setting people up to be disappointed when they spend a thousand dollars on a phone and they're using it like they would have used a $300 phone. Yeah. Like, of course, people aren't going to be impressed with a Note 23 or a Vivo X90 Pro or a Xiaomi 13 Pro or any of these really, really top tier premium tier experiences mm-hmm. because they're getting it, they're taking it out of the box and then they go, oh, but I installed Twitter and now it's just the same as when I was using my old phone and using Twitter. And you're like, that's not what we should have sold you on. We should have sold you on a Pixel, yeah. like a Pixel 5a <laughs> for something like that. Or a 7a so that I'm, apparently goes for 2,600 bucks. But yes, no, I know what you mean. For sure, on eBay, right? Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to wrap my brain around some stuff like that. I've got a few more follow-up videos. I want to do a whole gaming accessories breakdown for my Steam Deck and the Razer Edge, like ways that you can really max out your portable gaming experience. Yeah. Um, and, and, and again, what I love are you should be able to buy accessories that play nice with your other gadgets and then also really take your gaming up a tier too. 
So like displays and audio gear and controllers and power management and all of that stuff. So I've got some stuff like that. I've got some 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 scripts in progress, and I'm hoping that some of those videos will start trickling out over the next two weeks. Okay, good, good. Yeah, no. Um, for me, I have um, well, so it's literally more 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 so than than anything else. Like just catching up. So I, I got to put out the video for the S twenty three Ultra the review. Um, hopefully that that comes out this weekend. Next week, I need to like I said, uh, the Razor Edge is still on my list. Uh, it's just this week was kind of like last week being sick kind of threw me off, threw, threw me off course. The the scooter, the uh, the um, the scooter for Ultra, I had the opportunity to play with it before as before I was getting sick. And then I also kind of even though uh, I when I got better, but I, my voice wasn't better, I was still able to ride it. Like there was things I could do, but I, you know, um, it was just it was also kind of like I where I wanted to be a little bit outside, a little bit more sun, just get out of the house, kind of a changing the environment. So now I'm get, I'm back into it. So hopefully I'll be able to get some B-roll, a lot of that stuff recorded this weekend, start shooting and posting videos early next week and during the week for next week. Uh, but the S23 is for me the big thing because uh, that one has to go back. Um, my um, my time with it has ended. I asked for a little bit of time extension just to kind of bring back everything, especially with the footage that I took during my MWC trip because I had it with me. So uh, I just didn't have enough time to kind of put it together. And I just explained, I'm, like, I'm sorry, I don't feel well. I, I <laughs> you don't want me to <laughs> on the video. Right. It's just not going kind of, kind to of, So now that I'm, I'm better, I got to go do that. And then I put it in the box and then send it bye-bye back to Samsung. So we'll see. Well, I, we'll I was glad it. that Samsung was still sort of investing in their relationship with you. And again, it's the kind of commentary that I feel... I, you, you deliver some of the insights and some of the experiences that I feel we we sorely lack when so many of these devices plummet after that first week launch. That first buzz, wave of, yeah, exactly. Google trends, trending topic kind of stuff. And from my time with the Note 23, because I've already sort of wrapped up my oh, that's using right, yeah. time. Mm-hmm. And now I'm putting together some of the commentary on having used it. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's a device that does much better in the longer term conversation, but that's also, it disappears from the interest so quickly. And just like the note 22 or just like any other note before it, it's a platform for productivity Yeah, and that's different than a lot of other phones. And I think again, too many people are going to rush to a review on the Note 23, just sort of knee-jerk react, it's the bestest Android phone of the year. And I feel like that's actually going to do a disservice to some of the consumers who might have considered shopping premium tier, but like, did they need a pocket computer with stylus support? That's a very specific individual. That is a very specific consumer. There's a reason why the Note used to only sell between small... 5 and 10 million units out exactly. of Samsung's hundreds of millions of phones sold yeah. over the year. So I'll be very much looking forward to that. I'm probably going to lean most of my note coverage just on the Patreon because yeah. I feel I'm just going to be inserting into very specific gaps, like my experiences with Dex, my experiences with the S Pen, and a camera deep dive, and not the more broader, like, this is the whole phone review I, I didn't spend enough time with it. I really don't feel qualified to say like this is the lived in experience of using a Note twenty three. Yeah, and, and I'm I mean I'm I'm at the point where I've I've barely over a little bit over about a month or so being with it and I've traveled with right. it. Um 
And I, I, I still, to a certain point, kind of missed the S series. I like, I really missed. I, like I don't. S Ultra still makes yeah, sense. Yeah, like it, it still made it sense anymore. to me. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm not going to lie to. I, I've used Notes and I love the Note. I just didn't feel like the Note was the phone that I needed to be, that I needed to have in my pocket all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't need an S Pen all the time. I don't need those, the functionalities that you get with the, and I also didn't really need a phone that was that boxy. This is back to being right. boxy. So there are certain things for me, I feel like we we're, we lost with the decision to go Note as an S. And um, I realized that Samsung basically made a business decision. They're like, okay, we are, we have an IP. We have a unique, very unique feature. I think Samsung was sort of losing the, uh, the S series was losing. Yeah. No, no, no. No. I I feel like so many other devices were coming out, calling themselves notes that Samsung couldn't defend the trademark on galaxy note. I really feel like that's one of the big reasons that why could be. Yeah, yeah. No, they I just I, shifted it and made I, the I, S Ultra a note. For me, I feel like I, we, in my mind, I, I look at it as they were having diminishing, diminishing sales on both lines. They had technically two flagships every year. One flagship that came at the beginning of the year and a slightly faster, mm-hmm. slightly better second flagship that came at the end of the year with an, with a pen. And once they gave the pen to the S series, we kind of saw the writing on the wall Sure. They're starting to kind of like merge. The pen was no longer unique to the I just note. feel then, the way they did it. Yeah. Unfortunately, sort of killed the momentum of both phones. Yeah. It, rather it, than it, it's a bring jerk, both uh, users together. And and then you kind of also go with the whole they did that and then okay, so that was last year with the S no twenty S twenty two. But then the trade in value for the S twenty two tanked. <laughs> because yeah. that's that, that was also the year that Samsung decided to go. It's like, oh, hey, let me hit that reality button on uh, trading values. And then they um, lied about taking photos of the moon. And you're like, why would you do that, <laughs> Samsung? Of all of, the of, dumb of, things of my to, massive to market, collection of moon photos that I always go out every single night to try to find the moon and take pictures. The stupid things to pour millions of dollars into advertising and put was it into taking your... photos of the moon which are lies. There is no optical information. And, and the, the thing that bothers me is like, okay, so every single time someone defends this business practice, I know we're running a little long here, but I have to yeah. just, just sum up all of this. Sure. Oh, but it's just like a portrait or a beauty mode. No, because a portrait mode doesn't take my, a mannequin face and completely draw in an attractive face. It just smooths out my skin a little bit and it makes me look pretty. It's fake, but it's my face that was pulled from optical information on the lens. Every phone does this. No. No other phone is making up information in the auto mode. The most used, immediately accessible consumer mode that all these average consumer influencers are like, people don't go through settings. They just use the basic auto mode. Well, that is the worst lie that you can put into there because there's no disclosure that it's changing or creating information out of thin air. And when you do that on a Vivo, Vivo has a similar feature, except it's not in the auto mode. It's a whole separate, separate. mode called moon. Super Moon. Super moon. Yep. And the first time you fire it up, there's a nag screen that tells you about the AI enhancements with before and after photos showing you shows how you fake the this is. Yeah, yeah. So if Samsung wanted to do this stupid moon zoom and they had made it a separate mode, 
that disclosed the AI enhancements, this wouldn't have been an issue. They're trying to lie about the optical information coming from the telephoto lens. And this pisses me off because a consumer is going to pick up this $1,200 phone. They're going to get an amazing photo of the moon one night. Then the next day, they're going to be like, oh, my phone can take a clear photo of the moon, Moon. which is hundreds of thousands of miles away through the atmosphere into space. Let Let me take a picture of that cool car from across the street. Wait a minute. It's not. Why is the photo of the car across the street blurrier than the really nice photo I could take of the moon? And it's only going to set consumers up for disappointment on having bought a $1,200 phone. They're going to assume all of this is BS, that this is all just fake software gimmicks. All of the real camera improvements will be completely glossed over because Samsung lied. And then their next phone, they're just going to, hey, you know what? I don't want to mess with this. You know, Apple doesn't lie about their phones. I'll just buy an iPhone because they just work. Yeah. And and like this is how you kill premium Android by over-promising and under-delivering. And then not just admitting it when you were caught benchmark rigging. Uh, oh my overemphasizing God, yes, resolution, having battery issues, uh, trying to wreck right to repair, lying about your moon zoom, uh, having your phones explode, you know, like Samsung if they or, or, stop or the, the ever, uh, the ever, uh, the ongoing saga of swelling batteries that are still happening, uh, even on, on recent devices. Yep. No, no, I know it's, uh, or, or it's lying crazy. about their TV panel display saturation. Did you catch that one too? No. <laughs> so, so, so when you test a display, you put yeah. a thing on the TV and it register it measures the light and the output and the color in a very small surface area. Yeah, Samsung yeah. found out that they could in their movie mode, which is supposed to be the most accurate, they would localize the performance in that one little Uh, section of the screen that most people use to test the screen and then when you take the test off it goes back to a hyper saturated super bright vibrant mode no matter what mode you put it in so all of the color and all of the accuracy of that panel it's a total lie and again they're well overdue some very small but targeted class action lawsuits about misrepresenting the performance of their products. It's, and I feel uh, Moon Zoom is the dumbest hill to die on. It is. It so is. It's like one of the worst things, things can... about the Note cameras. Yeah, Why? Yeah. Why would you choose that? Whoever was whoever was in charge push. of that in the PR department were like, yeah, nobody's ever going to figure that out. Like the pictures come out, but no, it's. Um, I, I mean. I'm not going to lie that it, yeah, it, it always, whenever you do take the picture, it does actually look almost like it's too good to be true. You're right. It makes no sense. It is. And you, and you try to take similar images, um, <laughs> like, you know, you try to go of out and you try to take Earth. that 100 zoom and they're like, yeah, we all know the pictures at 100 zoom are crap. They're, they're, it's, it's a flex that nobody ever wants. So basically you do it once and you're like, okay. I, I did it out of out of a plane on the way to Germany, uh, not Germany, Ottawa, on the way to MWC, and I zoomed in. I'm like, oh yeah, okay, cool. So I can see the car down on the ground. I'm like, yeah, but it's blurry as hell. It's not yeah. usable. So you're right. Of all things, this this should not have been the hill that they decided to die on. It, it just I don't been, get it. I really I, yeah. don't get it. It's only a recipe for disaster, and it taints the entire premium Android market. 
It makes yeah. all of a, these consumers who aren't super in, deep in the weeds techies, yeah. this is, these are all lies. And so when I go and I show someone like a one-inch camera sensor and they react by saying, that's not a very good portrait mode filter, I can't blame them because my they've favorite. been lied to. <laughs> yeah. For so no, many no, years, the, the, my, oh my god, hyped up yeah. on these camera these camera claims that when I show them actual real optical camera performance that is astounding for a phone, I of course of course they're going to believe it's a gimmick, it's hype, or it's a lie because literally, what are we doing now with Samsung? We're doing it again with Moon Zoom, and like I, it kills me. I do not have billions of dollars of counter marketing. To undo all of the damage that Samsung PR has done in this, I, and I, I don't, I don't even really think that they were selling any devices based on that. But it is, you're right. It's the the people that are first first wave to buy, where they saw that in the material at the launch event, the conversations. It just, it yeah, it messes it up. It messes it up. It puts a bad taste in, in the consumer's use uh, mouth. And there's, yeah, you're right. They'll be like, well, Apple never does that. And I'm like. It's a different they do, story. but yeah, yeah they, they never they, they never make as absurd a claim. And they yeah, also don't encourage the same bullying behavior from their fans. Apple fans only bully when you have the wrong color text message. Samsung fans bully everything else. Everything else. And I shouldn't else. say Samsung fans. Samsung Knights. Nice. Samsung fans the... are people who appreciate that they have one of the best phones on the market and they like the phones for the features it really has. Yeah. Samsung Knights live in a reality distortion field where apparently Samsung has figured out how to destroy the laws of optical physics. <laughs> so we like Samsung fans. We don't much care for the Samsung Knights. <laughs> So uh, yeah. we were going to try and wrap this podcast up <laughs> oh, minutes ago, Sorry. and yeah. I realized we hadn't really gotten to the to the uh, to the note twenty three. So I'm glad. Short story, incredibly it's long, really twenty long. minutes longer than it needed to be. I'm very much looking forward to hearing some more of your thoughts on the Thank note twenty three because I, I think it's a foregone conclusion. This is the most frustrating aspect of talking about Samsung is on its own merits. The note twenty three is easily going to be my top crown jewel productivity phone of the year. Yeah. That's so easy. That is such a, a high bar. That is such an easy award to deliver this phone. It's going to have good cameras. It's going to be very good at gaming. Like, this is going to be an excellent package. And time yeah. and time again, Samsung Nights and Samsung Marketing get in the way of me just enjoying what will be one of the best phones of the year for making these silly situations happen that now we have to sit there and untangle what's really going on. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think that's, that, that this is always the story kind of like the way I try to try to figure out what, where does it fit? Um, for me at the end of the day, I'll ultimately, like I said, I, I like the note, but I'm not a, I'm not a note user all the time. I, I do have, right. Other there are other things I've been coming becoming more appreciative of. Like I said, the the one inch sensor on the on the 13 Pro and so the good. X90 Pro, they're they're great devices. I mean, they're seriously one of the better solutions. Like we're starting to see with cameras now, uh, and I you know I just recently uh, upgraded my wife from the Note 20 Ultra to the uh, Note the S23 Ultra, the Note 23 Ultra. So for me, it, yeah, I feel like she's she would appreciate it more. She's she yeah. likes the S Pen. She uses the S Pen actually, which is something that I don't usually you know they don't value too much. This is again, I'm not saying it's not great, 
Um, but again, I, I well, miss the same thing the... between you and me. Like out of all of the phones, I was the Note fan, and you yeah. were the S Ultra fan. And I exactly. feel like we both kind of didn't get what we wanted. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, and I, they kind of merged them together. They they merged them, and and we really didn't know what was going to happen. And then a year later, right. we realized like, nope, this is actually kind of sticking. So I'm like, okay, great. So now we know that the S23 or the S series is no longer an S. It's a Note, but it's called an S. But I don't understand why you'd call it an S. Why don't you just call it a Note? Yeah, because people are buying it, not getting an S. They're getting a Note. So, but it, yeah. And it's it goes back to whole, let's confuse them and not let them figure out where things are. But um, I that being aside, I honestly, some of the better battery life uh, that I've had on any of the S slash Note devices I've had from sure. Samsung great battery life uh the 5000 battery almost is almost i'm not gonna say impossible but it, it's hey, a lot harder to kill don't don't go spoiling your video you got to leave them one so, more so yeah yeah yeah. no no absolutely so that that one will come out very soon so um look forward to that one and i'm going to try to make sure that that one comes out in arabic and in english i haven't put out an arabic video for a couple of weeks um but yeah no um that's going to be primarily my my biggest thing for the next week and then there's going to be a little bit of a surprise next week um i can't really speak too much about that yet <laughs> yeah i'm like hey so you wanting more and like i'm clutching my person yeah i'm no. going to lean in now <laughs> yes my friend that's going to be for the uh, after hours behind the show oh, yeah, behind the scenes after dark yeah yeah so hopefully we'll we'll get that out um i'm working <laughs> out some uh some details and stuff like that so hopefully that that kind of becomes a thing but um nice and then trying to hopefully you know, you know recoup and see how how this rain that just never seems to be one and leaving it just it's hard like when you want to test out devices right like you're trying to go out and try to take pictures and stuff but it's raining it's like overcast nothing is growing and if there is any flowers yeah. they're all like <laughs> it's just not yeah we we've had been having trees falling out of the hills you're like oh it's, no yeah, yeah, yeah no <laughs> <laughs> no no i know i know and um we have a little bit of a break for the next couple of days so hopefully we'll see how that goes and then um, i think it's hard we're coming another another wave on monday so we'll see yeah but um, with that being said, I know we're kind of at that magical moment, uh, you know, that two hour mark that we always seem to hit. Um, I do want to say, uh, first and foremost, thank you to everybody for hanging out with us, for Michael, uh, for for Michael Corrigan and then my Michael Pelpertech. We have both Michaels hanging out with us. Uh, everybody else that's been with us throughout the uh, the evening, hopefully you found uh, <laughs> after dark. Our, our, our inane <laughs> ramblings at least somewhat entertaining. Uh, Doug, Douglas you know what? Yeah. I, I really feel like we, we we dug so much into the Steam Spring Sale. Next week, we're going we're gonna to we have to play offline. We're, yeah. we're going to do a game stream next week and just see. And if that's something that you guys would like to sort of chime in on or games that you'd watch like to watch us fail at, obviously <laughs> yeah. if we pick Keyword, Tetris, fail. it's going to be really lopsided if we pick call of duty it's going to be equally but different <laughs> lopsided um so let us know and then also i i think it could be kind of fun to see if if there's something else that maybe we could mix into where maybe if it's like kind of an open um um uh, an open lobby game that yeah. maybe other people could grab the code and jump into if they wanted to join us in some shredders revenge or oh, some yeah, yeah. you know river city ransom or something like that so um <laughs> take, let, let us know you can hit two. us up on social oh we could also play it takes two but i would really i don't want to end our relationship on that <laughs> no i want you and your wife that, to play it's so no, good no 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 but it's i was so i was joking the saying that would be the ending the end of the friendship it was going great for years and then they decided to play it takes two and and, and then just Swan started throwing things at the monitor and tk just ran out the, the door weird. so weird it yeah. was like this 
un, unending stream of insulting each other's mothers. It just yeah, it was like how did how did it get so bad? You know, it's like like the the, the Last of Us wasn't this bad. <laughs> you know, it just went nasty. So we'll have well, to see. And that, also, Michael sure. Peppertag, I I think we'd be down. He says, "Would you guys be interested in a Michael picks your brain about gaming session?" Ooh, I mean, if we we could do we could do that chat also, man. That that'd be awesome. I, I like chatting with Michael. Michael is good people. So, yeah, um, yeah we'd but definitely I, be done for that, too. I think well, we, but we on need that to, note, we let's, need to let's, let's get out. Yeah, we, we need to set some right time. On, we'll do that. We can just we're right on the two-hour. <laughs> We've got literally 60, 68 seconds. seconds. Ready okay. to go. Go. Thank you, everybody. Hope you're doing well. Take it easy. We'll see you next Friday, next Friday, next Thursday for another episode of The Best of Our Week. Make sure to catch mo- a Monday morning SGGQA with Juan. And um, let us know what you guys think, which games and what we can do for the next show. <laughs> Thank you. Love it. Oh. I love it. Take care, I love everybody. it. You did it. Stuck the landing. <laughs> Bam.